This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. It's been a while. Whatever that fucking song is. What's up? Feels like I haven't been on here in forever because we didn't have a UFC last week, but we got a big one. We got a big one. Conor McGregor, whatever you say about him, he it's a big fight car when he fights, right? I'm intrigued by the Dustin fight. I love the co-main event. There's some spots in this card I like. CC just joined us right here. I take a little tingle tingle. We're live there, Christian, just to let you know. Uh, I'm fucking pumped. We got, Tim, we got a new, little new look right now. Hopefully you guys are digging it. Uh, I've been busting my ass all week. Not really. I mean, kind of. I don't. I'm not good at graphic design, but I try to get it pleasing. Timbo's got his belt. He won the last uh, last uh, little competition we did. did. And I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this card. First things first, though. Okay, it's Conor McGregor fight week. I love Conor McGregor. I'm on a little bit of a skid, right? With losing, I'm trying to switch some things up. I got you know, I got tatted. You know, I'm I'm permanently. Let me see here. How do you do that? There you go. I'm permanently. Oh, sick. Yeah. I, I gotta, I'm getting this colored in on, on Saturday. I'm getting the tiger colored in. And then uh, September 3rd, this, this we're, we're, we're sleeving this all out. But I need a win, right? I got I got Crocs on right now. I've never worn Crocs. I'm trying something new. And this guy, this little son of a bitch, this adorable human being, I had I had to go platinum for him, baby. Oh. <laughs> I had to go platinum for him, kid. I had to go platinum for him. Look at this. Why we did it today, man? Just whoo! Wow. I went platinum for that little blonde boy. That little fucking blonde boy, man. Going platinum. So I'm ready. The jujus are here. The vibes are here, babe. You're all in, brother. I'm all in. I'm switching this motherfucker around right now. I'm trying. We need a dub. I mean, obviously, we'll break down the fight. I've been breaking on this fight for like two weeks in my head. Um, obviously, spoiler alert to anybody that doesn't want to stick around to the end. I'm going to pick Connor, okay? And I'll and I'll explain why, okay? But uh, I, mean, I didn't dye my hair this, not to pick the little blonde bastard, but... We're all in, babe. We're all in. I'm excited. We're all here. It's been a while. Oh, my God. What just happened? Do you boys still hear me? Yeah. Yep. Jesus. I, like, literally, my stomach just dropped. My whole system. <laughs> my whole fucking system just, like, went black and came back on. All right. That gave me a bit of a heart attack. But uh, how you boys doing? Enough of me talking. Timbo Champ, how you feeling about the card? I think there's a lot of money to be made, man. I think uh, a lot of dogs out there, including the the, the main event, that uh, you know, Connor's a dog. Connor's so, uh, a dog. We'll see how that plays out between us three, but yeah, a lot of money to be made. Connor's a dog. That's a that's a great point. I like the points you're making. He is a dog. Christian, former champion, Madman, winner of. Uh, did you win it officially? The lock of the night thing. Oh yeah, he won yeah. that. This guy's a G. I set the record, too, for most units. Look at that. Humble brag. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about this card, Bubba? Uh, I think it's super fan-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really just I enjoy it. It's the main event. It's like my, I think, third favorite fight, which yeah. I think says a What's lot What's your about. first favorite fight, then? Uh, 
uh, Hall Taporia. Okay, that's up there Ooh. for me. That's a good fight. Hear about that one. That's a good fight. That that's up there for me too, boys. Um, yeah. So let's motherfucking let me get my shit set up here, right? Okay. So that's enough chit chat. And uh, let's get to the motherfucking picks, boys, okay? First fight. Now, listen, these first, I'm not saying anything that no one's watching or listening doesn't know. The first four fights are terrible. They are trash. When I made these graphics, I literally almost put trash next to them. But I didn't. So first we got fucking Alan Amadeski versus Halzong Hu. Amadeski is a minus 148 favorite. Who is a plus 117 underdog? I got these lines yesterday. It looks like uh, it's kind of holding up. I got DraftKings open right now. Who is a uh, plus 120 right now? So give or take, you can probably get them at different books. Let's go with the champ. Champ, do you want to go first? You want to? You want to pass the buck? What do you want to do, Bob? I'll take it. Take um, it. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not uh, saying anything outrageous here when. when when I follow up on what you said as far as these fights suck. But uh, neither of these guys have won in the UFC. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Amadowski. So this fight, this fight's at, is it light heavy? This fight is at 185 pounds according to topology. Middleweight. Yeah. Okay. But did he used to fight at light heavy? Yes. No, he fought a heavyweight. So he's he's bounced around. Amadowski has bounced around. Yeah. So is who? This the the Chinese gentleman has bounced around as well. Yeah, so I mean, Amandowski, he's got some wins in Bellator. I'm seeing. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know much about either of these guys. Um, I know that Amandowski is definitely a wrestler, and I'll probably bet him just to win by decision, just to get some plus money on that. But uh, for the pickums, I'll take Amandowski. Amandowski. Short and sweet. Christian, you got anything on this fucking barn burner to kick off the night? You know I love the first fight of the night. One of my favorites. Loves it. Bat, this guy fucking loves it. Into. I mean, this is insane, like, that either of these guys are in the UFC, but it's, you know, we're depending on where you are in COVID, coming out of COVID. Um, Winner go home they fight, gotta, for sure. They, mm-hmm. they got to have a plan for who. Like, it's like all these – like the He's Chinese. Chinese that's it. He's, he's, in, yeah. he's in the UFC because he's Chinese. Let's well, just, I mean, they, they got, want somebody with Chinese to win. Yeah, they got a million fucking pe- – billion, billions upon people. It's, I mean, they need winners over there. And literally, I can't tell you the last time a Chinese fighter has won. I, I can't either. Like, the Mongolians are doing great. Um, Those guys. I don't know anything about Mongolia, but they just sound tough. Like, I'm from Mongolia. Oh, yeah. you're, you're, you can fuck something up then. Oh, yeah. I see Mongolia. <laughs> That's like my Russian and like my yeah. undefeated Russian thing. Yeah. Undefeated Mongolians right there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I have to think like Amadovsky is, they don't it's win or lose like it doesn't mean anything but maybe this they see something this chinese guy like this is all narrative i'm not i don't watch tape mostly most of the time anyways but like you know i love the first fight night this will not go to decision love that that love that prop love that prop i don't know it's might be you could parlay it with something else but yeah i mean this thing is (laughs) there's a reason who you pick it there's a reason it oh uh i'll i'll take the dog 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 He's yeah. dog chasing, Ooh. dog chasing. I, so I'm well, not going to, I mean, I love, I love I, where your head's at. I love where the props at. This is obviously we pick winners here. 
The prop's a good way to go. It's not going to go to the decision. Emadowski literally got knocked out by John Phillips. John fucking Phillips. His only win in the UFC was knocking out this fucking bomb. Who lost to two? Cyril Asker, and I forget who the other one is. Guy's a complete fucking bomb. Before he came to the UFC, looked like he was knocking some dudes out. It's been a little bit away from the UFC for a little bit. Uh, again, they're, they're really pushing these Chinese fighters. I get it. China's a big market. Um, and when you're giving me this shitty of a fight, first fight of the night, I'm going to go dog as well. I'm going to go plus 117, plus 120. I'm not going to bet it like Christian because there are plays. And I'm trying to be a little more smart with my money. But I don't hate this play as an underdog play because both these guys, we don't know what they really have. If you're out there and you're a capper and you broke down every single fight from both these guys, you got to get a different hobby because you don't need to. You need to look at one fight each and be like, okay, I know where I stand. They don't belong in the UFC. So let's not, let's not, let's quit talking about it. Let's move on. Me and Christian on the uh, dog hey, there. Go for it, Timbo. Quick, quick thing. Uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Ashley Jackson, just checked in with us and said, y'all better put some fucking respect on Wally Zhang's name. Okay. Okay. I'm Chinese sorry. Champion. I'm sorry, Ashley. You're 100% right. I love Wally Zhang. Or Zhang Wei Li, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm still trying to figure that yeah. out. Which one goes first? But you're you're a thousand percent right. I apologize. All right, next up, this fucking name. I tell you what, I'm not even kidding you. I've been trying. I've been practicing. Christian's already I'll, fucking I'll do it laughing. For you if you want, go ahead, do it. Zalgaz, Zalgaz, Zumagulov. Zumagulov. This fuck. What, 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 what is it? That's pretty fucking good, dude. Z- hey. Zumagulov minus three sixty versus. Uh, what is it? Jerome Rivera plus six, 265. I'll go ahead and do this real quick. Jerome Rivera stinks. I rode this guy twice as an underdog. I thought he had some good submissions off his back. He doesn't. Do you write stinks? Wait. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Right. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Yeah. Stinks. Yeah. We got it. Yeah, he stinks. I've rode him twice as an underdog. I thought he looked okay in the contender series. Guy's got no chin, got no wrestling. He's kind of active off his back, not really. Zumagulov has had two close fights in the UFC. Once he gets the fight to the ground, I think he's going to be able to. This line is outrageously priced. I'm going to avoid it at all costs. Um, I think it probably can go to a decision if you want to bet that prop. Um, I'm just not too hot on this fight. I just I don't, I don't really have an opinion either way, except I think Zumagulov is going to win at minus 360. That's my pick. Christian, uh, you pronounce his name so fucking elegantly, bro. So uh, what do you got? Who do you like? I love Zagaz Zumagulov. I thought that he, I, he might be one of my favorite 0-2 fighters in the UFC. I <sighs> I mean, I thought he... You got to get some new favorite fighters. <laughs> well, 0-2 oh, <and> favorite fighters. <laughs> oh, there could be a guy 0-5. Oh, you, This guy stinks. But go ahead. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead, Kristen. Yeah, like Carlos Condor, who we'll talk about later. He's Ooh. been on one of those sorts of runs. Carlos. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is a pink slip fight right here. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. Like, they... I mean... You know, this is uh, what I don't. They had that wrestling win or go home or you know whatever. But um, yeah, I was, you saw on my sheet like I write all this stuff down before. I have Jerome Rivera stinks, and then I have DWCS stinks. Contenders. I have gotten. I've yeah, been burned. Yeah. I've been burned, brother. Gulov is like an M one champion. Like, um, I it really like. I thought I. I think he. His last fight, I I remember him like taking the first round and then just you know losing a close. I think it was a close split decision, 
He's fought actual fighters, but Jerome Rivera stinks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you'll be seeing him on the Friday nights sooner than you'll be <laughs> yeah. seeing him. Yeah, he'll be back to LFA <laughs> just like Jorgen Castro is. Yep. He just, oh no, yep. Jorgen signed uh, CSS. I'm sorry. So you, you're all Jerome over. Rivera is at least fun, but yeah, I'm all over Zolgas. And over. I'll be betting him. Yeah, he'll be betting I, heavy. I don't like my cutoff for a straight bet is like minus like one sixty. So yeah, he'll be he'll be in parlays. Parlay him up, Timbo. What do you like? You going dog here, baby? Dogs are barking for you. I don't like either of these guys, but I need to suck you off real quick. And then you talk about how can we look at this fucking setup in this display? We've got the guys Damn, in the man. octagon. It, yeah, you see that? Yeah, you see that? Combat setup. Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah. Yeah. This yep. fight stinks. Um, stinks. MMA man. Jerome Rivera got fucking cracked and, and finished by Tyson Nam. Uh, Zuma Golov beat Tyson Nam, so that means he's going to win, right? I mean, no, but, uh, I'll take Zuma Golov. Yeah, I mean, it, it is okay. what it is. I mean, Zuma Golov is – he's currently right now at minus 135 to win by decision. He's not a killer finisher. Rivera has a chin problem. I see this fight getting grounded. I see Rivera trying stuff off his back, not working, getting frustrated. And that's what it's going to be. So minus 135 – as uh, Zuma Gulaf as a decision is something that is quite juicy, boys. All right, next fight. Yeah, he has a wait, wait, from a gambling perspective, like, and I know my style of gambling is so different than like y'all. You're a wild man. You're the wild man of the group. But it's like just parlaying with O'Malley or somebody that you're like, okay, he's going to win. And then it'll probably get you down mm-hmm. to like 190, 200. I, I don't like, I, I, I don't hate that approach the problem with that is if it if it loses it hurts that much more because you're taking such chalk and you're putting them together and you're gonna put a lot of money on them and you're like oh because I mean, o'malley's 800 this guy's 360 you're like oh i gotta bet you know whatever to i'll build it build, build it, it right now build it right now tell me what you can win on a hundred buck bet all right i'll let you i'll let you take it from here Oh, you can go on. Oh, okay, yeah. Brad Tavares. I'll probably do. Uh, Tell oh, me. That's okay. No, go ahead. What are you going to do? I was going to say I'm going to do uh, um, Zuma Gulov by decision and then uh, O'Malley. O'Malley by KO is like minus 250, I believe. So you can probably get some plus money out of that. There's a, a book that has O'Malley first round KO in the pluses, which is very interesting. I'm, oh, not, no sh- I'm not sure what book it is. I don't think it's DraftKings, but I saw it on, uh, I saw it on Twitter. I- I got some notes on that fight for later. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're getting through the shit right now, okay? We're waving through the shit until we get to the... This fight's not terrible, but Brad Tavares, minus 167, versus... Uh, did I skip a fight? I did not. Okay. Versus Akman Arm... Uh, what's it? Amari Akmedov. There it is. I nailed it. Hey, relax. I got it. I got it. Plus 135. Timbo, champ status. What we got here, baby? You got the old vet Tavares who... Doesn't fight all that often against Akhmedov, who people wrote him off. People said, oh, this guy stinks. He's dead because Weidman beat him. And then he's, he's came out and he's looked decent uh, in his, a couple of his outings. So what we got here, bud? Um, I love Brad Tavares right here. Obviously, I think he's, uh, you know, minus money for a reason. But, like, dude, if you look at Brad Tavares, and, and everybody remembers the fight with Izzy when when he contended with Izzy pretty, pretty well throughout the fight. But – the people he's lost to, bro, he's lost to the cream of the crop. He's yeah. Ibn Shabazian, maybe not cream of the crop, but he is a world-class striker. Um, and, and and that's the thing. If you look at who he's lost to, Israel Adesanya, Ibn Shabazian, Robert Whitaker, Yoel Romero, like, bro, 
those are world-class fighters. Akhmedov clearly is not, and Akhmedov couldn't box his way out of a fucking paper bag. Um, so, you know, we're not, he's not worried about that. So right. I think Tavares takes it pr- pretty handily. Akhmedov, I think, is done. Um, I know he lost to Weidman. Then he got a win. Who was his win after Weidman? Tom Breeze, a.k.a. Sean Strickland. I picked Breeze in that fight thinking it was Sean Strickland. That's that right. was the fight. That's right. Yeah, so uh, – and, I, and he's he's got to be close. He's got to be pushing forty, I would say. He, he looks he's, he's he looks a hundred, and I want to say he's younger than me. Oh, he's thirty three. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, that's right. He, that's what I'm saying. He looks super old, but he's younger than me, which is, I mean, it, it hurts a little bit. It dings me inside, but you know what are we gonna do? We're gonna power through. So you like Tavares, right? Yeah, I like Tavares. That's a good play. I, I'm all over Tavares as well. Brad Tavares has shown really good takedown defense. Amari Mekmanov is a good takedown artist. That's what he's going to do. He's going to get tired a little bit. He's going to take you down. He's going to throw wild hands and want to get you down. Brad Tavares has shown over the years that he is really hard to take down. He's been in the UFC forever. One thing that worries me is he doesn't fight all that often, right? He's like three fights in like four years or something crazy. I don't know the exact stat, but he's not the most active guy. But like Tim said, he's fought everyone, and he's looked good against a lot of people. He took Izzy five rounds, you know, and uh, the Shabazian fight, he got caught with a head kick. That wasn't Shabazian with the Wonder Kid. But, I mean, the guy's fought everyone. He's looked good. Akhmedov is on a little bit of a more confidence boost right now. Before the Weidman fight, he was on a nice little heater as well. He's got that Russian style, which a lot of people can't figure out, and – uh he could hug on on Tavares and, and and just really like make it ugly and just pin him against the cage and and some judges can see that. I love this going to the decision. I like that prop as well. I'm picking Tavares. Brad Tavares by decision right now is plus one thirty. I like that as well. I don't. Brad Tavares has good hands. Does has no submissions, but has good hands. Could knock Akhmedov out maybe late in the fight when he gets tired. But I don't really see that happening. I see. Brad probably stuffing the takedowns, picking them apart, and, and winning a decision. That's my play there. CC, tell me you're going dog here, babe. By unanimous decision, Brad. He went dog, man. All day. It's, uh, I mean, this is like, there's only one way that Akhmedov wins, and it's, he's going to take him down. And he's got 80% takedown defense. And, you know, he's fought strikers, he's fought wrestlers, he's fought everybody. I just, you know, I, I do see a decision. I see it happening. Like, I don't have much else to add to what you guys said, but definitely, like, I don't think Akhmedov can get him down. Um, you know, if he does, might have something to worry about, but I, I'm not even sure then. No, right. You if know, he gets him down. zero power. Yeah, if he gets him down, Tavares is really good working to his back. I mean, Tavares isn't like a Tom Breeze who's going to give up and just give an arm triangle like his last time out. I think if if – it might actually be good. I mean, this is going to sound fucking crazy, but if Tavares gets taken down in the first round, which is, you know, could be, could likely happen. If Madoff is strong, he's a good grappler. Uh, and then the way he's working his way back up, that Akhmedov's going to be just fucking drained. This guy gets tired quick. Tavares, I, I've never really been worried about his cardio. He's been around forever. Uh, yeah, I love the decision prop here. I love Tavares. I think he's a little low, too. I thought he'd be <clears throat> a little higher, but uh, we would lose Christian. Now we got him back. Okay. Here we go. Next fight. <clears throat> Let's see here. Next fight. I need to get a switcher. There it is. <sighs> All right. Jennifer Maya. Jennifer Maya. Minus 200 versus Jessica I. Plus 162. Before I break this down, I'm going to let Tim go. Timbo go first. But I hate Jessica I so much. That's all I'm going to say. Timbo, floor is yours, babe. 
Uh, yeah, I hate Jessica. I, I hate her existence and everything about her. Um, hopefully this is her last fight. I believe she's on like a five. Is it four or five that she's lost in a row? Um, Has she lost that many in a row? It, I think I'm pretty, it's up there, man. I know she got slept by Valentina after wearing the bulletproof vest, which is my favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah, she's lost four. Yes. Hold on, excuse me. No, so she's lost Cynthia Cavia and Joanne Calderwood. She's lost the other two that are on topology or grappling bouts. Oh, okay, so she hasn't went after well, Valentina. She won against Vivian Arjul, lost to the Calvillo, and then lost to Joanne Calderwood. Yeah. Okay. Well, even more so than if you're losing to yeah. Lima Lay McFarlane and Amanda Lowen in grappling bouts, you're definitely going to lose to Jennifer Maya in a grappling bout. Lima, Le- Lima Lee into. McFarlane is the, the Bellator champs. The Hawaii. Oh, she? Yeah. I thought she just lost recently. She did. She lost. She's, I don't, I don't she's a young She's a young prospect. She's good. But <clears throat> Tim's right. If you're a UFC caliber fighter that has fought for the UFC championship, what are you doing getting tapped out in grappling tournaments? Like what you know what I mean? Get your shit together, this guy. Yeah, and Jennifer Maya, I can guarantee is a better grappler than both of those chicks. Mm-hmm. Um so I think the the gambling line obviously would be Jennifer Maya by sub, but that that that's well, probably like even money. Yeah, just, as much as I oh, hate yeah. taking Maya. Taking Maya. As much as I hate uh Jessica I, she is tough to put away unless you got some crazy power. She's she's fucking scrappy as 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 much as she is. But Christian, go ahead and give me a breakdown of this fight, bud. Who do you like? Go ahead and tell me you're taking Jessica I, man. I'm just praying that Maya will grapple, but she doesn't. She doesn't get takedowns. She has like five takedowns ever, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like maybe if she ends up on her back, that's gonna be a good situation. But this is a bowl of spaghetti. It's, it's not great. This is the last one. This, like I said, we get a way through the shit, and then we're we're into some good shit here coming up. Yeah, I mean the thing is, Jessica does be all but like the the elite. Like she's, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean she's a true gatekeeper to the highest. One hundred percent. The weigh-ins, I think, for Jessica I are important because I I think was it two fights ago, and she came in just looking like dog shit mm-hmm. and i can't even remember i'd have to see i didn't i'm not spending all the no time yeah i mean she fought you in Calderwood and, and she looked like death on the scale i know what you're talking about yeah. yeah yeah and then got and got beat up but yeah i'm i'm taking maya here like i, okay. I, I honestly, you flirted like, with it though not, you flirted with i there man I don't. I'm it's not a an OnlyFans guy. Sure. I'm not. I'm not an OnlyFans guy. I'm not flirting with Jessica. I. <laughs> That's gonna be part of my breakdown of this fight. So, you're thinking, so my biggest problem, with Jessica, I is, is I've told this story before. I've been in the room as her. She came down to Cincinnati. She's from Cleveland, and she was just very obnoxious. And I just you know didn't want anything to do with her. Her self-awareness just isn't there. The bulletproof vest thing, then getting knocked out. I mean, there's just been several things that when she talks, I cringe. And listen, if you're a female and you want to go and you want to and you want to sell your OnlyFans, you want to make that money, absolutely, go do you. I don't give a fuck what you're putting out there. Problem with Jessica I is right is she's ripping people off. She's charging a lot of money for like butt pics, just like straight like in underwear, like hundreds of dollars. And it's like whoa, 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 what's you know what I mean? Like hey, like make it reasonable for the working man. You know what I mean? Cause you got a working man's face and you're charging these premium prices. 
So that's my biggest issue. Obviously, I'm on Maya here. Maya impressed me early on against Valentina. She's strong. She's durable. She has good grappling. She's a little wild on the feet. She got Valentina down, which is which is no easy feat. But, um, you know, I, I think if she pulls together a complete three-round fight, she can take this one by decision easily. Obviously, most women's fights go by decision. Jessica Maya or uh, Jennifer Maya by um, Jennifer Maya by decision is plus 100 right now. That's not a bad number considering she's a two-to-one favorite. Problem is, is you're in Vegas. You got some weird judging. Could happen. I mean, it's not Texas. It's not Florida. Jessica I, though... Every time she fights, it's it. she raises her hand like she's won or she's done something like she's won. She's usually in pretty fucking close fights. So I'm a little worried about it on the bat betting aspect. I usually don't like betting female fights. And I haven't really said I'm going to bet any of these first four fights. I really, truly don't love them. I do already have some bets in because I went to Indiana last weekend. So I got some pre-bets in, but this was not one of them. Um, plus 100 by decision for Maya. I like her by submission. Is plus four hundred, or excuse me, uh, her by submission is plus five hundred. I mean, cool. sure, sure, but I, I, I just don't see that happening. All right, let's get to let's get to some real fights, boy. Let's get to some real motherfucking fights. Meat and potatoes. This is Christian's favorite fight here, bub. <laughs> Ryan Hall plus one eighty versus Alila Taporia minus two thirty. Christian, your favorite fight. You go first, bud. What do you like here? Uh, we skipped the Trevin Giles, uh, Drusius Duplessis oh. fight. So my card is mixed up. Oh, okay. That's the next fight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I noticed okay. that. Well, I noticed fine. that today they rearranged the battle order. I printed this off a couple of days ago. So when I put it in my system, whatever, we'll get to that next fight. They yeah. switched um, up on so me. So I've these are like two of my favorite fighters like on the entire roster. I don't care that they're not ranked. It's like, huh? Yeah. Y'all can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, dude, my bad. I call. I see. I had this off and on thing on my mic earlier. I coughed into the mic earlier. I apologize for listening. <laughs> I apologize for interrupting. I've been drinking in the mic. It doesn't matter. But we're we're going. We're rolling. We're steaming through. Uh, go ahead, CC. What do you got, bud? Yeah, I mean, I I can watch Ryan Hall just like Google like Ryan Hall highlights, and I can watch his like three minute video on YouTube just like on repeat. Like, like <laughs> you know, like uh, Jamie Lannister said, there is no. There is no other Ryan Hall. There's only Ryan Hall. Like there's, he's impossible to plan for. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got weird strikes, like you know these crazy kicks. Like you know, he, I mean, he can punch a little bit. Like mm-hmm. stood with Darren Elkins, like drop. And him. if he doesn't want to stand, yeah, if he doesn't want to stand, he'll just go to his back. Thing is, Ilya Taporia is also a phenomenal grappler, I, and it's hard to say who's better. Like in my heart, I want Ryan Hall to win this because he, I feel like his body most resembles mine of anybody in the UFC. Nice. Uh, <laughs> good, good breakdown. Good capping. Good capping. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I think this will be the, you know, if not the best, one of the best grapplers Ryan Hall's ever faced. I, I mean, you can't beat when he fought BJ Penn. Who knows? Like, I, it's hard don't to bring it up. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Yeah. Don't bring it up. I I love this fight. Give it to me. Who's Uh, winning, Bab? Sapori's gonna win the fight. I don't want him to. I I like I said. I'm such huge fans of both of them. I wish they weren't fighting each other, but I love the matchup. I mean, this is whoever wins this fight is like they skyrocket. They're right there. 
these dudes would whoop the 10 dudes in front of them, either of them. Yeah. Problem with this fight, yep. when I when I first heard it was announced, is I hated it because I'm like, well, now you got these two really interesting guys and one's going to have to lose, and that's a setback. Like, no one wants to really fight Ryan Hall. He's actually a little injury prone. He's was supposed to fight a couple times and, and kind of fell out, and this fight came together. He's a super smart, thoughtful guy. He's got different views on things. His striking has improved. His distance is really good. He's spinning fucking wheel kicked or uh, back kicked, whatever you want to call it. Darren Elkins and dropped him. Like anytime you get close, he's gonna clip you at his range. If you get too close, he's gonna he's gonna jump for your legs with that fucking Amari roll. He's a legit dude, and he's a legit guy at plus one eighty as well. This is a great dog money. I mean, Ryan Hall can catch you really quick. And Taporia. Is talking about, you know, Ryan Hall invented 50-50 guard. That's his, that's his thing. It's, you know, all about your legs and you enter leg locks, and it's very intricate, and it's a very unique system, kind of like Eddie Bravo's rubber guard. Tapori is like, I'll enter 50-50 with them. Like, this motherfucker's like, I'm a black butt. I don't care. I'll go 50-50 with them, which I kind of don't like because when fighters are very confident, which every fighter should be, that scares me a little bit when he's like, oh, I can maybe it's just bravado. It's before the fight. Fuck it. Why not? But the, the, the path to victory is to pour you is to close the distance, work that body like he did last time out, work those hands, and just put a pressure on Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall always fights at his pace. Mix that up. Make it rough. I think Ryan Hall is a great martial artist. I don't know how good of a fighter he is. I think when mm-hmm. shit can get tough, I don't know if he's willing to step up to it, right? And well I'm going. Said. I'm going to Poria. Uh, I like this kid a lot. I was all over him his debut. I saw some stuff outside the UFC before he debuted, and, and I think this kid's legit. His little brother, I think, is or older brother. One of his brothers is fighting on a contender series. He looks pretty good as well. Um, yeah, Taporia minus two thirty doesn't scare me. The pre bet I made last weekend was a little little teaser parlay. He's in the parlay, so I already have money on uh, Taporia. And um, yeah, I'm rocking with him. Timbo, what do you got here, bud? Um, if there's one thing about Ryan Hall, man, it's like his, he's like the most non-exciting, exciting fighter that there is. Cause like just shit can change so fast. Like he's, he's like, he's the kind of guy that crawls around in his guard and like mm-hmm. tries to get you to come down with him and like just does all these weird, try to sweep things. And, uh, Taporia, you know, obviously like you just said, he's a black belt as well, but he's also a violent black belt. And, and when it comes down to the fighting aspect of it, like he could, he, He's ready to fight, whereas you know Ryan Hall looks at it more as a as an art. Um, it sucks that he's minus two thirty. It's crazy. What like Ryan Hall's on what four or five fight? Yeah, never four. lost in UFC. His only he hasn't lost in the UFC. Never lost in the UFC. Won the Ultimate Fighter. Beat Artem Lobal. Lost on the Ultimate Fighter to a guy named Saul Rogers by majority decision. Saul's a big English wrestler. He ended up testing positive or something, so he didn't make the finale, and they called Ryan Hall up. Um, yeah, and he's undefeated in the UFC. I mean, I mean, how is the dude that beat the goat plus one eighty? That's my question. That's a good question. Autumn Lobal, Autumn Lobal, the goat. <laughs> I mean, I know he backpacked him the whole time. He didn't do much, right? He just he did what he he did what he had to do. I, I really like Ryan Hall, but some of the things he says makes me feel like he's not like. A, a, a true like hungry fighter you know what i mean like he's super successful with all his gyms like with his jiu-jitsu he sells online courses like he does it because he loves it but like when you're in there getting your fucking liver hit and you're getting your head worked over by Taporia, who's putting a pressure on you this young man wants it where's ryan hall's head gonna be at that's what scares me a little bit but besides that the talent's there so sorry for cutting you off there uh tim did you pick yet 
No, but uh, it, I'm taking Taporia. Taporia. Well. I mean, it's that's uh, a smart. And, and if I lose, man, it's just this motherfucker's got something that I don't. I don't know how to crack. This is right. code. I don't know how to crack. But we did plus uh, 180. I mean, the value's there, but I want, I'll take Taporia, especially for the pick'em. A while ago, we did a, a podcast with a former member of the podcast, Devin, and we we picked fighters who we think are going to be. Something 145. Ryan Hall is a fighter I picked. You know, Tapori wasn't in the UFC yet. Didn't really know who he was. And I just think Ryan Hall is an avoided guy because he's so awkward. If you watch the Gray Maynard fight, which was many years ago, every time Gray Maynard went in to punch him, Ryan Hall's flopped to his back. And Gray, like, stood away. He's like, I'm not fucking doing that. And then when they stood up, Ryan Hall would kick at a distance, kick at a distance, did just enough, and the Gray Maynard would try to close the distance. He flopped to his fucking back. He's improved since then, right? Uh, the Darren Elkins fight was his most complete fight, but uh, it's going to be interesting. This fight is really, I have it written down tricky here. Um, it kind of scares me a little bit, but I mean, Ryan Hall by submissions plus 500, I think that's absurd. I mean, Ryan Hall would win by submissions five to one. I mean, that's the only way he's going to win. Yeah, he could squeeze out. He could squeeze out a decision. I don't see that happening. I see Taporia just being too much on the gas, but five to one for Ryan Hall to win by submission is, is that. yeah, that's, that's, that's where that. you're, that's where you're going at in this fight. I already have Taporia in a parlay, but if you, if you want to dance with the devil a little bit and you're staring out of five to one, Always. That's, I mean, that's a crazy five to one. This is on DraftKings, by the way. That's a crazy number to me. That's a crazy fucking number. Let's you know, get hey, wait, 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 one more thing on. Go one ahead, more babe. thing on that fight. Yeah. Like one of like so you know I listen to all the guys that do this sort of thing. We do. sure sure. Um, and I haven't heard a single person take Ryan Hall. So it's like they, it's like you know they're out here like they have people that just blindly take. That scares me. And that scares me. Too. me. And yeah. I'm like. Because this line should be a lot wider. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, I literally like haven't heard somebody have a Ryan Hall opinion yet. And it's yeah. like, I've seen this so many times where it's like, you know, because like it's a uh, group think sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's just like NFL okay. Sundays. Whenever those experts always, you see the graphic. Everyone yes. picks the yeah. one team, and the other team ends <laughs> yeah. up winning almost every fucking time. That scares me as well. I've actually I've used that as a gambling strategy. It's like okay, we're all on this side, so we're all fucking wrong, obviously. And usually it doesn't work out that way. Usually people that are picking capping fights know what the fuck they're talking about. But Ryan Hall is a live dog. Don't get me wrong. I love Tuporia. I think everyone in the MMA community is is falling for this guy. I believe allegedly he was banging Valerie Laredo for a while. So dudes, you know, salute to that guy. Uh, apparently he's like kind of like he's a rich dude. He's like, you know, I think he's from Spain or something. Uh, people fall in love and, and, and he's skillful, right? He's, he's super talented and everyone, everyone notices that. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean Ryan Hall again. Don't get me wrong, live dog here. Live it dog. is a trap spot. I, it I is. Would, it's tra- I wouldn't par. I I wouldn't parlay this one. That's, I, I, I I already did. 90%. So thank you, Christian. Thank you for my vote of confidence. Uh, can't cha- can't change it now. But uh, I obviously I'm doing more bets on Saturday. Where I'm going to go back down. Taporia, you know, with my bankroll, I was taking a, lo- a lot of hits over the past couple of weeks. Um, I don't know if 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 I'm willing to put so much on him being so high at two thirty. I do like him, but I, you know, I rather put him in a parlay for like 50 bucks instead of putting 
two hundred thirty dollars on them to win a hundred, and then and then get that Dang. because that's because that's what I would do. I would put two units on them. I would I would I would get that value on them. And Ryan Hall's a tricky bitch. Ryan Hall. I mean, listen, guys with that rock chest there like that don't lose that often in MMA. I mean, listen, Kristen, you fucking look dynamite. If Tim <laughs> took his off right now, I, I mean, uh, Tim might even there. Look at that. That's this is the oh, guy. Oh, right the I got nothing. I got sh- I got shit, dude. You, 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 you ain't getting me. I got fucking nothing. Hey. I got nothing. Did that say no regrets? It says no regrets. I was telling the tattoo artist when I got my tattoo done. So I got that bootlegged. So I was working with a buddy who had tattoos all up and down his arms. I really I love tattoos. I go, well, where, where do you get your tattoos at? And he goes, Oh, my buddy's an apprentice at this tattoo shop. If you buy the needles, we'll go to his apartment. <clears throat> he'll, he'll hook you up. Just buy the needles. Oh, go sweet. Buy the needles like 30 bucks or whatever. Go to this guy's apartment in the worst part of town in Cincinnati. Nice dude, right? Nice guy. Go up there. I, I said, do you, you know script writing? Yeah. Well, that, well, first off, he can only do script. He couldn't do anything else. So I go, okay, yeah, I just want no regrets on my chest. So he did it, right? And I don't, re- I don't regret any tattoos. I think all tattoos are stories. But the application of it, like this healed so bad. I had basically sun poisoning on my chest for months. Like it was like boiling okay. up. And I was telling my tattoo artist, he's like, yeah, dude, he looks down like he was using like a doll needle or one needle. And it was just a mess. So my only tattoo that I regret, and I only regret the application of it, is the one that says no regrets on it. So go fucking figure. All right. Trevin Giles, minus 112 versus Drickus Duplessis, minus 112. Uh, this line's changed a little bit. It is still a pick on fight. They're both in the minus. Uh, 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 Duplicis is a minus 115. Giles is a minus 105. I'll lead the dance here. <clears throat> I can't stay away from South Africans. You guys know me. I love my South African boys. Uh, Don Madge, was, he was supposed to fight. He got pulled off because that uh, Chimaev boy pulled out again. You know, COVID pussy, you know, that guy just fucking, you know, can't fight with it. Um, Giles is a guy who came to the UFC hot. Like, he came in undefeated, LFA, fucking everyone up. Uh, And then, you know, he comes in, drops two, winning fights, drops two by submission, has a panic attack before he fights Kevin Holland, has some kind of, like, heart issue, and now he's back in it. I mean, I thought he lost a James Krause fight. His last fight was very close. Duplessis has only had one fight in the UFC. He looked obviously good. Uh, he's looked good outside the UFC as well. South African MMA isn't the uh, cream of the crop, right? It's not Alaska, but it's not fucking, you know, it's not South Florida, right? It's They're, they're coming up and they have some talented fighters. Duplessis looked good in his debut, has power, has cardio. That's the biggest takeaway for me is the cardio. Giles, even though he's kind of switched some things up, he had a little bit of heart thing. He's, he's working some stuff out. Full-time police officer, so, you know, his priorities are mixed a little bit, so that, that makes sense that he can't fully commit right now. Um, but I like Duplessis here. I think Duplessis is going to be a little too much. I think Giles is going to start hot. I think he's going to come out. I think he's going to mix things up well. I think Duplessis is going to have a little bit issue with, with Giles' size and be able to take him down. But as the fight goes on, I think Duplessis is going to be chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, chipping a chair. Uh, I like Duplessis here. Uh, um, confident in it. And this is another part of my parlay. By the way, Ooh, yeah, I, right? yeah, I had to get a little. I didn't go any underdogs, so I had to get a little juice in there, and this was even money. So I'm like, give me a little juice on the even money side. Christian, we got here, bub. Am I pronouncing his name right, by the way, or or did I, I my butcher Giles? Is it Shout Giles? Marcus Giles and Brian Giles from the Braves and the Padres, right? And I had a, I think, I think it's Trevin Giles. And Trevin Giles. And Tricius Duplessis. Plessis. And then it's like French, but he's South African. And 
the reason I'm calling him Giles is because I had a third grade teacher that looked like Giles, and he he's like, no, it's Giles. So fuck that guy forever. Uh, Christian, who you liking this fight, bub? Uh, I like Duplessy more. Um, God, I was just listening to your breakdown. Got all wrapped up in it. Um, he's so finisher bust, and I'm like looking at plus C by decision plus 450 is like across the board. Yeah. So, but then the under two and a half is pick them. Right. And I'm like, huh? Hmm. Huh? So hmm. what are the books now? What are the books know that I don't know? You know what I mean? That's what I think. Well, they say that Giles is going to win, but you could get him at minus one Oh five, like, or that, you know, that Duplessis is going to snatch an arm early. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna come out like a bat out of hell. That's it's what he does. Giles has uh, never but like just been dominant. Like every fight he's lost, like he's winning until he gets fucking caught. I thought he lost to Dolitze. I'm not sure if that's because of my it's bet. Close. So, it was close. Know, when, I had Dolitze as well. I, I wouldn't say robbery, but I was upset the night of, I'll tell you that. Yeah, not a robbery, but yeah, lost uh, Yeah. You know, so but it's I try not to think too much when I've you know, when I have green colored glasses on because it's it's not the best way to watch a fight. It's the only way. Uh, it's like going to the grocery store hungry. Well, it's like, why did I buy it, that? Yeah, it's, well, well yeah. fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is like all narrative based on this fight. Um, it's re- I don't know why I looked into it so much like that. It's a good fight. Like, it's, it's Giles had that. Well, he had that fainting spell yeah. like what, uh, six months ago. Like Kevin Holland. This, is, Kevin Holland. this crowd this crowd is going to be massive. I yeah. mean, it's going to be I, probably not this early, but still. I um, Dude, they show it, up for Connor, dude. They show up. I mean, Justin yeah. Bieber's not going to be there. They just announced Donald Trump's not going to be there. But they fucking, this early, I mean, but they they show up for Connor. There's some fucking fans in there that are crazy. And this is a good fight. This is a fight I'm actually looking forward to a lot. Duplessis has a lot of talent, I think. I really studied him before he I, made his debut. And, and Giles is a guy who uh, people love before the UFC. He had some hiccups, and he hasn't looked great. And obviously, Kevin Holland standing in the fucking octagon, and this dude's breathing into a brown paper bag. That's not a good look, but, you know, he's a talented fighter. He, exactly. I don't know. He's a full-time cop, too. That is it back-to-back? Oh, you're saying he yeah, is. I said he is. A, yeah, he's a Houston cop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so is Dalkus, and he's doing just fine. Big, Which one, Kyle guy. or Chris? Chris is a cop. He's Chris a is a cop. He looks like a cop. He's got a cop body. Definitely. <laughs> I'd, be a, I'd be a great fucking cop with that cop body. <laughs> I'd be a fucking great cop. Horrible. Uh, who do you like here, yeah, bud? I, I think if, I'm taking Duplessis. I think if no matter what side you're on, I think you take Giles via decision or Duplessis inside the distance. I think that's that's a good bet. I mean, the. Yep, I. I like the I props. Mean, pick them, so like, yeah. yeah, I mean you're gonna get oh, great. You know, you're gonna get great money on 20. any of the props. If you have a good read on this fight, yep. you're gonna get great money on the props of the. Yeah, pick-ups. that's that's how I bet. Or you know, twenty <clears> percent <throat> if you're betting a unit, just put twenty percent on your predicted outcome and eighty percent on. Right. Talks because it's a pick them. So like, why not? This is gonna fuck me because, like I said, I already have Duplessis in my in my parlay, and I had Dolizzi the final leg of my parlay the last time. So Giles is just gonna be. Shitting on my cereal the entire fucking weekend. I guarantee it. But fuck it, deal is done. Timbo, what we got here, bud? 
Are we? Are we? Are we gonna? You gonna go opposite? We've been. We've picked all the same fights. Everyone except the first fight. First one. You were the. You were the opposite. That's gonna be. That's gonna keep that strap for you, man. Right there. That's gonna keep the strap. I gotta keep. I gotta keep my belt, and I really like Giles. Like I I think he's. I just think he's cool shit. I think it's cool as a police officer, but I also question his dedication and the time Mm -hmm. he's able to put into this with being a full time cop. And um, he he gets hit, like he gets touched pretty Mm -hmm. well. And Duplessis will put you out. Um, so I, I think I'm I'm gonna go with Duplessis here. Duplessis, smart, smart man. We're all just smart guys tonight, you know. We are, we've never been this aligned. Before. Never. No, we have. Well, we're I think we're gonna get unaligned for the main event, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna get unaligned for the co-main <laughs> event because I know Timbo's pick, or excuse me, uh, the second before the co-main, the Greg Hardy fight. I know Timbo's. I have a guy. feeling we'll uh, get unaligned on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna. Yeah. Hey, hey, viewers. We're gonna mix it up, okay? Don't worry about that. <laughs> all right, hey. These casuals right. aren't even—they're not—they're not watching right now because they're waiting until the main card starts. Hundred percent, yeah. Like, they're not even who tuned who in who yet, are these guys? right? Yeah. Like I don't know this guy, but this is my favorite fight on the card. Next, ah. to, next to the main event. I don't know. Co-main event's really good too, but I love this fight. Michelle Pereira versus Nico Price. Pereira is a minus one sixty-two favorite. Nico Price is a plus one thirty. Timbo. I'm dying to know who you like in this fight because I think this fight's very competitive. I like the matchmaking here. Oh, Timbo, who you got, bud? I, yeah, I think this is, this has got fight of the night written all over. One hundred percent, violent. 100%. And um, dude, I hate to keep fucking taking all this chalk, man. But Pereira is a different animal, and trust me, like Nico Price, you're not gonna fucking knock this guy out with a fucking on your back or with an up kick or something crazy, like. I ain't going to happen with Pereira. This dude's a fucking Mack truck. He'll hit you like a Mack truck if he's got his shit together. And, you know, hopefully with this, this is a, a high-profile fight. This is a huge fight. You know, you're on a counter card, bro. Like, this is your time to show out. And this yeah. motherfucker loves to show out. Yeah. So as, as long as he doesn't beat himself by doing dumb shit, I think Pereira's uh, – He's he's the, he's the more athletic. I think he's the more talented. Nico Price is very gritty. He's tough, but um, he's he has chin issues as we've seen in the past. Um, and he, and he's you know Price has had to take time off because of his uh, suspension or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be so, so mad if I was him because he got suspended for weed oh, and the, the Nevada weed, yeah. just came out today. Did you and, see what Anik texted today? Yeah. Hey, uh, Nico <laughs> Price. Well, he did. They asked him that. At the, yeah, right. they asked him that at the uh, presser, like the pre-fight presser or whatever. And he's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I quit. He's like, I was spending so much money on it. Like, which when you say that about weed, on it's weed? like, yeah, weed. what are yeah. you doing? He's got like 10 kids too. So like it, maybe his budget is very small. But like when he said that, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So you yeah, like, really, yeah. you like Pereira here, huh? Yeah, man. Backflip kid. Uh, if he doesn't beat himself, then I think he'll, he'll, he could be a world champion if he, if he wasn't a dumbass. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Christian, how do you liking this fight, buddy? You going dog here? We going to get a dog yeah, out well, of you? Well, you know, I'll get to that. Bahia is turned into a <laughs> wildly what? efficient fighter after that Tristan Connolly debacle, which was also one of my favorite fights I've ever seen because I had never, since the freak show days, had never Say seen something. some shit like that. You're suspect. <laughs> it was crazy. Was crazy. It was, it was favorite a fight, it was though? Good. It was crazy. I it's the break dancing, okay. like All right. the crying, All right. the backflips. I remember being like, what the fuck? It's like a fuck 50 times on. more athletic Johnny Walker or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, 
I think he was the biggest favor on that card. And yeah, little dork ass Tristan Connolly beat him. But it didn't for me. That's just entertainment. It's like these earlier fights. You're not going to bet him. It's like you just want chaos. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, uh, no pun intended or no, but he fought Chaos Williams. And I don't remember how I scored that fight, but I thought he. I thought Prayer won. Maybe won the. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I scored it that way, but green colored glasses. Um, look, he has, he's turned into a low output fighter, but it's like his, you know, he's landing his strikes. He's not throwing a ton. I think he threw half as many strikes or even landed half as many strikes, but he, he just fought to win, not fought to entertain. But it's again, like narrative, like you got this big crowd back. Like you, we all know how wild this dude is. It's must see TV and he's fighting you know, they're top five most entertaining fighters on the roster. It's, um, you know, Nico Price has hella output. Um, he's not very efficient with it, but he has a crazy gas tank. So it's like when I cap it, I'm like, well, fuck, it's kind of difficult. I- I'm leaning the Nico Price side. Do I do it. I, I just you know. think he can clip. I think he can clip. Paella. I think. I, and you know what? Even if, well, what does Nico Price have? Two decisions. He's gone to the scorecards twice ever. He beat Cerrone. He beat Cerrone by decision. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I can remember no, off the top yeah, of my head. That, that was a draw that turned into. A oh, no that's right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it was a close fight. Yeah. But I think Nico Price. I honestly think he's going to knock Bahia out. <laughs> to do it, dude. Um, put your fucking money. Let's go. You want to be put a my dog. nuts on the table or just my money? We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We, we need, need more dogs. dogs. Give me some. Ooh, he going down. If you like him by knockout, I got it right here. Nico Price by knockout is plus 275. A little lower than I thought because I guess that's really the only way he can win. I'm glad you took that, Christian. He can sub him. Nico Price can, gra- they they can, he can grapple. He can grapple, right. Listen, I'm glad you took that. You're mixing things up. I appreciate it. We're we're different aligned, but I gotta tell you, you're dead wrong here. Okay, <laughs> Michelle Pereira, that dude took fucking bombs from Chaos Williams and just laughed. Dude, he took bombs. Like this dude's built different. He's gigantic for 170. Nico Price, tall, lankier, pretty big 170. Pereira is gonna dwarf him in there. I love his movement. The thing is, is he got a lot of criticism. For the Diego fight, for the Tristan Connolly fight with the with the antics, with the flipping and stuff. It, it's fun. You're right. It's 100% fun. But he kind of gassed out. And then he kind of slowed it down. I was like, you know, I'm going to be a little more method. I'm going to pick my shots. I think when, with a guy like Nico Price, you got to go right in the middle. You got to go fucking crazy. And you got to go conservative. I think you got, because he has power. Pereira does. Nico Price is a little chinny, as, as Tim said. I think Pereira at this number too. I love it. I love him just marching forward, doing some crazy shit. Nico Price is never in a boring fight. Nico Price comes forward, gets hit a ton, and and Pereira can crack man. And, and I like his chin as well. Pereira by KO is at but plus two twenty five by decision as at plus two fifty. I like those a lot. I like minus one sixty two as well. And again, boys. He's part of my parlay as well. So very confident, Michelle Pelaire. That's three of the four. There's one more left of that parlay. I'm pretty sure you can guess who it is. But uh, uh, so I like Pelaire here. But I'm glad you're putting your nuts on the table and going Nico Price, even though that 
you know, you might be wrong there, but you know, but I, I picked these all last night. Hey, 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 Christian, yeah. one bet, one bet. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you two to one odds. No, you don't want it. Ooh. I'll give you. So if you, if he if price wins, I send you forty. All right, I'll take care. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If prayer wins, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. let's go. Let's go. Let's gamble a little bit yeah, here, babe. It just, that just, yeah, it's like, that's what those people that love to cap fights like 99 out of 100 times. And I'm like, they only max fight three times. You can only No cap one's it. fighting 100 times. Yeah, I... 66. It's so zero or 100. stupid when people... Like, because they want to stretch out the stats. They want it the way they want these numbers to be... Shut up, Okay. Nine out of ten times I beat you. Mature. We don't fight ten and, times. No, Un- and like that's as a former DFS guy, it's like I understand numbers. It's just like they don't work in this sport. No. Hey, shout out Yanni the Greek. Yanni the Greek. Yanni the Greek. His fucking teeth. I got a mold of my teeth back there from when I got my mouthpiece. I want to put him in. I look exactly like Yanni the Greek. Um, <laughs> Yanni the Greek. Literally, his capping strategy is he looks at numbers, doesn't see the fighters, so there's no instincts involved. There's no gut reaction. I don't even watch the sport. Looks at the numbers, right, and then goes, which one's the younger guy? Oh, he's younger. I'm going to go hit. Like, he literally picks the younger fighter every time because of these fucking numbers. And it's like, the UFC pays you to go on some show, and you literally pick based on a guy's age, which is fine. Right, you pick a younger guy. Speaking about that, this is another perfect fight. Max Griffin minus one ninety versus Carlos oh. Condit plus one fifty. You got the young dog versus a little bit the older dog. Right, I'm gonna kick this one off. I love this fight as well. This is great matchmaking. Carlos Condit to me is always must see TV. Guy's never in a boring fight. He's a fucking dog. He's literally the natural born killer. He goes in there, killer be killed. Got a great chin. One of the most underrated chins in the UFC. Guy can fucking take it. He's going against Max Griffin, a guy who I have faded, man. I faded this guy every which way. I've never thought he was good. I thought he was very basic. I thought he was just tough. There's a lot of problems I had with Max Griffin. And then he's kind of made a corner, made a little turn there. He's still in Sacramento, so he's not with Alpha Man. I'm not really sure who his team is, but he's definitely turned a corner. His cardio's getting better. His body's looking better. He used to just kind of get in there and get in a dogfight. Now he's actually being a little more measured. Enzo Carlos Condit, regardless of age and and how many fights and wars you've been in, everything you want to break it down. This guy still has really good stand-up. He's coming off two straight wins. Court McGee, Matt Brown, both pretty good methodical wins. Court McGee didn't wrestle, which is crazy to me, and then Matt Brown, you know, just kind of plotted around. But Carlos Condit has really good tricky stand-up. It comes from awkward angles. He's got a great high kick. I mean, he knocked George St. Pierre down with it. He's landed that on Nick Diaz when they fought. He's landed on everybody. Max Griffin... Gets hit a lot, right? But he's got a good beard. He's got a good chin. This fight broke me a little bit because I don't have many dogs. I only have one dog so far in this card. And as much as I want to fucking pick Carlos Condit, I, I I can't. I'm going Max Griffin here. I'm going chalk. I'm a chalk bitch. Carlos Condit just scares me a little bit because I think Max Griffin can take him down. And, uh, and, and Carlos, as long as he's been around, as, as good as he is, has just never really figured out how to fucking stop people from taking him down, right? This is also a guy who's retired like twice. He's in and out. He's inactive. Not really sure where his head's at. Not really what he wants to do. Is he here for a paycheck? Is He's definitely not here to be a champ. What is he here for, right? I would, if Nick Diaz didn't get the uh, Robbie Lawler fight, which was announced today, not official, 
I would love to see Nick and Carlos run it back as well. I love that fight when they fought. It was a great fight. It was a battle of a guy who was cutting angles and doing smart stuff and Nick walking him down. That, that was a, one of my favorite Nick Diaz fights. It was very, it, it wasn't the wars you're used to. But anyway, I digress. I think Max Griffin gets this done by decision. My play, if we could give a prop lock of the fucking night, this fight's going to the decision. There's no way they're getting finished. Max is too tough. Carlos is too tough. This is going to a decision. If this was, this could be my prop lock of the night. Okay. I said it. Kristen's shaking his head. He's doing his little pen with this. I don't know what he's doing over there. Hopefully he disagrees with me. But uh, yeah, Max Griffin by decision is plus 140. I don't hate it. Christian, you got a lot to say. Tell me what you got, bud. My God, my notes. I just looked at them. Love the decision play here. And yep. let's just say I'm on the same side. Okay, good. You were shaking uh, your head. I was like, does he know something? I don't fucking know. Like, what is happening? Yeah, we're not going to see like a fight like the Court McGee legend treatment right here. This is I, Max Griffin. I He's, he's I, he doesn't have a name, but he's good. The guy is good. He's a winner. Max Payne. Max Payne. Max Payne. Max Payne. Wasn't he a friend of the show or something like that? Max Griffin, when Devin was running the Instagram, him and Max Griffin would go back and forth. And Max Griffin never, I don't understand how this happens. He never followed me. But whenever Devin would post a story, he would always view the stories. It's like, maybe he's a fishing guy. Yeah, right. I don't know. It was on the MMA takes thing. So it's like, why is this guy viewing our shit? And like we've DM'd and there was going to be like times where he's going to be on. He, I actually put a lot of money on him actually. And I, I okay, Instagrammed it, cool. Instagrammed it. He's my mortal lock. Uh, what fight was that? And he, he commented like Mike, Mike Perry. Uh, no, cause he, he won. It was a fight. He lost. He beat Mike Perry. It was, uh, it was Alex Morono. That's who it was. He got fucking knocked around by Morono. And, uh, I put a lot of money on, on Max and, Instagrammed him and he's like, yeah, smart money, man. Let's go. And listen, he showed up. I mean, he, I mean, he was, he was in it, but he just got knocked around. All right, Kristen, sorry for cutting you off. Who you, uh, who you got here, bud? It's good. Um, look, I just, Carlos Condit, you know, tough as nails. Like the dude has done it all. Like I've been watching him since I was in college. Yeah. I'm 37 now. So that, I mean, maybe it took when me is your birthday? years to graduate college, October 25th. Oh, so you'll be 38. There you go. Holla if you hear me. Um, Look, but it's uh Carlos Conda is older, slower, whiter. Three strikes and you're out. Whoa, <laughs> dude. Hey man, don't let Chet Hanks hear you say that, bro. It's white boy summer. <laughs> white boy summer, baby. <laughs> Fucking Chet Hanks coming out your neck. I actually li- this is completely off topic. I actually listened to an interview with Chet Hanks. I saw Chet Hanks on like a red carpet, like doing like a fake Jamaican accent. Right, he was doing like that, and I'm like, who the fuck? Like Tom, don't be on stage, don't be on bumper clock. Yeah, right. Like Tom, what are you doing? I heard an interview that he did, and I think it, what was it? It was just a clip of an interview. He's actually a pretty like cool dude. He's got some swag about him. I, love him. I think it's cool as shit. Right, like I I just saw the Jamaican stuff. I was like Tom, come on, dude. Right, and then I listened to his thing, and he's like. He's making moves intentionally. Like, you can hate on him. You can make fun of him, right? Because, you know, he Tom's Hanks' son, and, and he, he's completely different than his dad. But he was a lot more thoughtful and, and smart about his shit than I thought he would. And, I, and he came off really good to me. Did Christian pick someone? I guess he's picking Max Payne. Did you say you like yeah, Max Payne's nickname? Yeah, same side. Okay, same side. Yeah, Max Payne. Well, Max Payne, the movie and the video game is fucking dope. I love them. I never saw the movie Mark Wahlberg, but I did, I did play those video games. The video games were sick. 
Video yeah, because badass. Yeah, the video games because they were made by uh, the same people that make uh, Rockstar. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like you, you could like fucking like go like zone in or whatever, and everything goes in slow motion. You fucking just picking people mm-hmm. apart. Never saw a movie though. I'm a big Mike, Mark Wahlberg fan too, so I, I never seen it. He did it justice. Did it? I saw him. They opened. He, a, I don't think he got the budget that he wanted. Yeah, so, you know, obviously it wasn't like a. Right. Like that dope, but I cute. saw him, uh, him and his brother, they opened a Wahlburgers downtown. I was doing a downtown route and I drove by and he was there and it, the, the sign was going up and he's doing like a, a, a press thing for, you know, whatever. This dude was arms. And I was just driving by in my truck. Dude, I, I mean, he must have been wearing a small t-shirt. Doesn't matter. This dude's fucking arms were, biceps were fucking huge, dude. Immediately caught my eye. I didn't even know who it was. I was like, look at this fucking guy with his fucking biceps here. And I look, I was like, oh shit, that's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Christian, you're on uh, Max Payne and, and Timbo. Please. Hey, decision. Decision. That's, decision. I love. I love Decision as well. Like, Timbo, please tell me you're holding it down for the old school guys here and going Carlos Connett. I'm holding it down, baby. Oh! Yeah, dude. That's a big think, move. Uh, That's you know, a big move right the there. Dog points. You know, this is a pick of my probably lean Max Griffin, but uh, kind of, you know, the, the the scenario, granted, we're 10 years later now, but um, he's not that much older. He's 37. Max Payne's 35. Right. Uh, Max Griffin. Um, and, uh, you know, he's coming off of, I think, you know, two wins. He had to win over Matt Brown, and then he had to win over who, who, Court whoever, McGee. whoever a relevant guy he just beat. Yeah, Court McGee. Um, yeah, Court McGee, but uh, I think if if I think Condit's the smarter fighter, and if you look, like Max Griffin, who the fuck has Max Griffin beat? He did beat Mike Perry, which obviously that's translated into like who the fuck's Mike Perry now? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, Condit, if he just plays it smart, keeps the distance, and and and, and recreates a scenario that when he had Nick Diaz fucking stalking him down, he was just cutting his angles, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what he did against Matt Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the takedown, the takedown defense, it's going to be that that's going to be the make or break for this. But um, if you give me plus one fifty with a with a smart guy like Condon, then give it to me. I love it. I love that play. Um, this is a fight I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet uh, like straight up like that. I'm I'm gonna do the decision prop. But you're exactly right. I mean, Carlos Condon. If I if if this was a nuts on the table fight and I just didn't pull him out, this is this is a fight that Carlos Condon at plus one fifty. It, it's winnable. I just. I need to get on the right side of Max Griffin. Either I bet him and I win, or I'm excuse me, I bet him, I lose, or I don't bet him and I and, and I fucking you know you know what I'm saying. I need to get on the right side of him, so I'm gonna go chalk here. It's a very chalky card for me. Um, I actually really did. I mean, I dove deep. You know, I'm trying to trying to switch some things around, and I use a lot. Obviously, I look at tape, but I use a lot of memory as well. I have a pretty sharp memory, so I use a lot of memory as well. Um, and this time I'm just like, fuck it. I know you remember that fight. I know you remember everything. Dive back in and, and look it up. And uh, I just think Max Griffin on paper has just enough to do it. But again, at plus 150, Carlos Condit, I like that. There's a guy um, on Twitter. I just started following him, and he, and he just does straight MMA plays. He's, he's, he's uh, I don't think he has a podcast or anything. He's kind of, you know. He's, Is it at that play BZ? That that play BZ is a really good follow. <laughs> that dude's fucking sick follow right there. No, it's, I got sure it. I wish I could remember does. his name. I could look it up, but I don't want to take time. Uh, he likes Condit, and he seems. I've been following him for like a month now. He, him, and I are pretty aligned on our picks, and he seems pretty sharp. Uh, he loves Condit in the spot. So a guy like that who I kind of who I don't know all that well, but I trust. And then Timbo, you with your brain, 
you I mean you got that fucking strap for a reason that's something maybe if i'm this like yeah if i'm sitting right there like this. if you need that bub if i'm sitting there on saturday and i got like 30 or 40 bucks and i don't know what to do with it i don't really want to go like run a gambit on a weird parlay or whatever i might i might dabble on carlos condit you know what i mean i think that's a good play right there but i do love the decision prop the decision prop makes my dick hard let's go Sugar Show, <laughs> Sean O'Malley, minus 835 versus Chris Martino, plus 3525. I, I, everyone knows I'm a sugar guy. I'm going to make this short and sweet. This is weak. This is a weak fight. I mean, listen, I saw the podcast where he went into the podcast studio thinking he's right fighting Ricky Simone. His manager calls him and says, Simone can't make 35. Um, will you take it at 45? And, and Sean's like, well, no, we agree 35, whatever. And they sent the UFC that is sent Sean a list of names. He picked Simone. Simone couldn't make 35. Apparently he wanted Kellner. Kellner wasn't on the list. There was a whole thing. And then his manager's like, yeah, Dana is kind of happy that Simone couldn't make 35 because he thinks that's a bad matchup for you. And like exposing Sean a little bit like, oh yeah, they're, they're definitely catering to this guy, which is a no brainer. So you get Chris Montino here, Montano, whatever, nine and four, um, he's okay, right? I don't know if he's ready for the UFC. This is obviously an early call-up. I saw the embedded where he's signing posters, and he's mm-hmm. talking, and he so, goes, you know, I, it's not about winning or losing. I just want to get my foot in the door. That's a guy who's going out there. He's going to go. He, he, he's a pretty active striker. He's going to go out there, and he's going to try to kill Sean O'Malley within the first two minutes. He's not going to be able to catch him. He's going to catch those hands. He's getting knocked out. He's, he's walking in there saying, I'm going to get in the UFC. Let me go get knocked out by this guy. And uh, and that's what it is. I mean, Sean O'Malley, I think, could put him out in the first round. I think sometimes he plays with his food a little too much. He gets a little too fancy with some of his kicks. He wants that crazy knockout. I think his kicks are good, but I think his hands are better. I think that's where his real power is at. I mean, his straight shots are, are really good. He switches stances really well. Um, but, I mean, this is, this is a no-brainer. Minus 835 is absolutely crazy. However, I lied earlier. I did have, I do have Sean. I have a five leg parlay. I thought it was only a four. It's a five. Sean's in it because that's my guy. It's the only way you can bet this fight is, is Christian was cracking those numbers earlier. You put him in, you, you put this beefy number in a, in a parlay. I mean, there's no one alive that's going to 105 bucks <laughs> yeah. opposed to 100. Right. And, and, and obviously the props are, are where you're going to go. Sean O'Malley's a finisher. Montino has been finishing all four of his fights. Uh, O'Malley, I think, is 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 decent on the ground. I think he he's okay. He's not like a world beater, but he's obviously going to knock him out. Sean O'Malley by KO is a minus two fifty. Um, yeah, I mean, let's see what else. So it's the first round for I, I'm trying to find that now. Fight card. Pro. You want to hear a good line? Tell me, Bob. What you're looking at? Go up. ahead. So I don't not sure how many people have access to points bet, but it's I really like that book because you can parlay like in football, like a total and an under. Yeah or like a total and a spread. So you can get Sean O'Malley under two and a half rounds at minus two thirty, And I'm like, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's free money. If, you, if you're you putting can, money down. Yeah. You can, yeah. So you can bet that you can parlay that. Like it's, so yeah, that's, I was like, I, I saw that line. I was like, what? Hmm? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I will be taking action. So on, on DraftKings, the most popular pick before we hopped on here on Twitter was, O'Malley by Kale round one, that is um, minus 120, which makes sense. But Sean O'Malley by win by Kale round two, yeah. plus 400. 
So four to one. Yeah. So just, I mean, so you, it's better. It's better odds to just play. So then playing the minus two and a half, I guess. Yeah. I would just 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 split the difference and hope I, it happens. And two. then Sean in round three, because that's where he knocked out. Uh, I believe that's when he knocked out um, Thomas Almeida. Was round three is plus eleven hundred. Now Martino isn't isn't built like Almeida. He's not. He's not. You know that UFC vet grit tough, but. Those are interesting numbers because, again, O'Malley likes to get flashy in that first round, and I think this kid's going to come out hot in that first round, and and O'Malley's going to have to maybe play his, little, his his speed game, and we'll see, though. I'm, I'm interested in those props. It's something I'm going to definitely keep uh, keep an eye on there. Okay, so I got that out of the way. Timbo, who do you like here? You like Sugar? I mean, are you, O'Malley. O'Malley. <laughs> O'Malley, for sure. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, something, obviously, this is the most elite talent that uh, Montino's fought. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did fight Tony Gravely. Isn't Tony Gravely pretty good? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Just, just had a nice he, little winning. Um, yeah, vicious wrestler, like yeah. vicious wrestler. Good wrestler. He just had a really. He just had a fucking stud of a fight not too long ago in the UFC. I think it was in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was. It was. He and he, and he finished the dude. Yeah, he I, finished, and and I won money on it. Why can't I remember it? I just bragged about my yeah. fucking memory. Idiot. Yeah, right uh, Burchak. Yeah, uh, he knocked out Burchak with a sick left hook hammer fist thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, he it was awesome. Amazing. His yeah. Last time out. Yes. So my point that Montina, um, he's been finished quite a lot in his career. I don't think um, he's he's got some guillotine chokes. He's lost to round one. I don't think O'Malley's going to do that by any means, but you never know. But uh, obviously the knockout's coming, and he's never been finished in round one. So. So that plus four hundred is is even juicier. Even fucking juicier. Christian, you going sugar show here, babe? Look, I already told you I'm betting that minus two thirty under two and a half, but this is the rare time where the game matters. And I don't know what Tim's gonna do because he's gonna have first choice, and I think I know what he's gonna do. (laughs) I'm a smart so guy. I know what you're. I know what I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm okay. gonna do. You talking about? Yeah, you talking I'm about? Take... You talking about our locks here? I'm talking. Yes. Okay. Because he has such he has such control. And yeah. Like, you know, so, so my, my mom and my wife and I play that game too. So. So you're thinking? Yeah, I'm gonna take. No, I have to take because I was trying to fish it out of Tim. Okay. To see, because I already I texted it to the group and I was like, oh, I. So hold, hang on. That's what I. Are you taking fucking Montino for the points? Or are you taking? Nope. Okay. I can't because okay. if gotcha. I take him, then I lose another point over Tim because gotcha. I know what Tim's going to do. Gotcha. I was just looking for you. Sorry. I'm a little. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got yep. it. No, sorry. You, you know, I texted it to the group and I was like, oh, is this going to hurt you when? Our text, our text schedule so fucked because I'm in bed early <laughs> up in the morning. Kristen, you're two hours behind us. You work fucking. You can't look at your phone. Timbo's up till fucking three in the morning. The guy doesn't sleep. And then he works. He's up at five. Yeah, and then he works all day. It's like our text schedule, dude, is so fucked. Like I'll be like laying, I'll get home and I'll be able to like, oh, I can get a quick nap in. And all of a sudden I look over and it's like, oh, Tim's chat. Maybe I, I haven't talked to him all day. Maybe I'll fucking come back now. Yeah, our text schedule is fucked, but I love it. All right, here we go. Irene Aldana, minus 125 versus Yana Kutsukaya, plus 116. Uh, Timbo tweeted about this fight or texted about this fight. He said, why is this on the, the main card? It's a good question. They they always put kind of a f- high-profile female fight in this card. I think they're obviously grooming 
Amanda Nunez replacement if she if she's gonna leave thirty five, mm. or someone obviously fighting Nunez because there's not enough competition at thirty five. Arena Donna's from Mexico. It's the same thing with Alexa Grasso. They really promote her. Yana Kutsukaya debuted against Cyborg in the OC. Got her fucking head kicked in, uh, banged in in the first round, God. and has improved. I mean, she has improved, kind of becoming a grappler, American top team, dating Tiago Santos, all that shit. Adana, good striker, has some holes in her game. Very interesting fight here. I'm going to go with Tim since Tim is so Jones in to break down this female fight. Timbo, we got here, lady time. Oh, this sucks. Uh, we got Greg Hardy next, so I know you're excited about that. Yeah, I can't wait. Aldana is the yeah. Favorite, you want me to start? Aldana's a fair. Yeah, minus one. Yeah, Chris, you want Chris, me to? Christian, go ahead and start it. Why? Uh, why Tim? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Aldana. I'll take this one. Okay, Christian's or right. Timbo's got Aldana. Go ahead, Christian. Aldana is the most hittable fighter in all of the UFC, but I somehow still think she's better than Kunitskaya. Mm-hmm. Although Kunitskaya was able to take down Ketlin Vieira, who is like a, I mean, looks like she's five classes above everybody else. I'm actually going to be changing my pick. I'm just looking at UFC stats. And I, you know, like I said, you know, I listened to all the other podcasts. Shout out to the ones, I don't remember which ones it was that put me onto this, that Eldana is so fucking We don't shout him out here, dude. It and wasn't it, unless it's unless it's lock of the night, we don't shout out other podcasts. Okay, bet the best. So. Yeah, bet the best. I'm sorry, M- strictly MMA, lock of the night. That's it. Lock cast, gambling podcast. Bet yep. the best. That's it. Okay. No free ads. Uh, I think I think I heard this on the bet the best podcast. That there you uh, go. There you go. Uh, Irene Aldana has absorbed a hundred strikes in all of her last, or not all, but uh, like five of her last nine fights. So. Really? Um, yeah, over a hundred strikes. So I, I saw what Kunitz guy did last time. I don't spend a whole, like I, you know, I like to bet every fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the casino. I'm going up to the casinos for my sister's thirtieth birthday. Where's so up I'm in the casinos? Fucking, I'm in Colorado. It's, I, yeah, it's like yeah. a half hour from Maryland, gotcha. so it's like forty minutes west, 30, 40 minutes west of Denver. Gotcha. Um, and they have. I've never been to like a bar stool sports book, but I, so like I've never kiosk bet. I haven't, I've the only sports bet that I've ever like paper slipped in my life that I've ever placed was Timothy Bradley to beat Manny Pacquiao. Nice. The oh, only, shit. Good hit. In the first I've, fight, obviously. I've, yeah. I've placed losers too, but that's the only winner I have. I, uh, I, have. I had the ticket up there. Barstool sports book opened up. In Lawrenceburg, right when Connor fought Dustin the first time months ago, back in January, and I placed on the kiosk and I printed it out, and I was like, I, I want to save this. I'm going to see because I was like, once I cash, I wonder if I can get to keep it, right? You know what I mean? Because I was going to put it on the shelf. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have to cash. I got to keep it anyway. So I got a, <laughs> I got a souvenir. But the Barstool Sports Book in Lawrenceburg is pretty sick. It was fun. Uh, I don't usually do their app because they they neglect MMA a lot because they don't have a true MMA guy. So I don't. I don't place with them, but going there in the bar is pretty sweet. There's a Fandle one, Fandle sports book, probably like an hour away in Indiana. And I went to that one too with a buddy. That one's not that great. It's like a corner. So it's, it's whoever has the fights on. That's like, I, I, yeah. I don't go to the casinos. Like I don't like, I, I mean, I'm going to take my sister and just put a hundred bucks or 200 bucks on the table and be like, all right, let's roll them dice. And then like, as soon as we get roll to that dice. section of the card, I'll so, be like, all right, have fun. So who, who you uh, taking here, Bob? You going to Kutakaya? 
Yep. Yeah. Give me Kunitz Sky. She was super impressive her last time out. Aldana is. Yeah. I. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Give me the fuck. dog. Hey, I mean, hey. I just, you don't get dog points for that anyway. That's true. Too. Yeah, you get dog. She's plus gonna, one. You get an extra point for that. She's yeah. plus one hundred six. Well, yeah. Why? It's a women's fight. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I tell you why. Because Aldana's gonna win anyway. Tattoo Rasa <laughs> minus one thirty seven versus Greg Hardy plus one sixty. Tim's chomping that bit. Tim, I want to hear from you, bud. What we got here? This is this is an interesting fight. This is a fight that I think about a year ago. When Ty was Ty just was shit in the bed, right? He was losing those fights. I thought him and Greg would be a really good matchup because you know Ty's not going to take him down. Um, what you got? What you got here? Give me, give me a breakdown. Oh, we got the NFL All Pro elite athlete who's like still in his physical prime <laughs> against this guy with fucking bigger titties than my mama. Like, come on, um, come on. You know, he obviously his last fight against uh, Tabira. You know, he, he gassed out. He got finished. Um, everybody, you know, thought it was the funniest thing of all time. They hate J- Greg Hardy because he's a alleged woman beater, even though fucking half the roster is. They don't hate them, so um, <laughs> it, it just gets unwarranted hate. I mean, I get I get the hate, but I mean, I think you know, there's a lot of other factors that go into too. But um, you know, if if, if the, Greg Hardy controls this narrative, if mm-hmm. he trains right and and is in shape, and you know, if he does what he needs to do, he'll win the fight. Three out of three times. There you go. Christian, I know you like that one. That's a good stab, bro. But, uh, no, Tatsoy Vasa, man, like the people he's beat, the people he should have beat, he beat, and the people that he, he's lost to, he should lose to. And I think Greg Hardy's one of these people he should lose to, even though the number's different, and uh, that's in my favor. So I'm going to take the plus 160, and I'm going to cash, and I'm going to keep my title. Okay. I love the confidence. I love the confidence. I knew you were going that way. Christian, who you liking the big boys? You you got a pretty good nose for uh, heavyweights here, bud. I feel like you hit a lot of heavyweight fights. What do you like on this one? Uh, I'm siding with Timbo here. Like Greg Hardy hey. is too big, too fast, too strong. Like they're both like former athletes, you know, rugby player and a football player. I mean, obviously Hardy played at the highest level. I don't know. I just know two of us had, you know, played some level of rugby tough yeah, sport backyard. those dudes are tough i worked in little league yeah backyard they got rugby. the thickest eyes i've ever seen they're big yeah, boys no, trust me these dudes are thick yeah like a buttermilk pancake <laughs> and look i mean look he, hardy he beats the brawlers and he loses to boxers he loses to skilled mma fighters tui vasa knocks out harry hunsucker and I'll, this is, will be a good, yep. So it's like, he knocks out Harry Hunsucker and it's like, you know, and Hardy loses to Volkov. And it's like, like I think this number is crazy. I would, exactly. <laughs> I would think it should be like completely reversed. Like obviously there's the inhaler, the cardio, the hatred for Greg Hardy, like all these things. But like, I don't fat when I bet it's my money isn't like, I don't factor in like how, like, We'll talk about good and bad people in a couple fights, but it's like I don't factor that into my decision making. So I, I think this line is wild. Like, I mean, I know Tuivasa has better cardio, but it's like you have to to exploit Greg Hardy's cardio. You have to leg kick him or take him down. He doesn't do it. He's a bigger, stronger, faster. Like, like Tuivasa might be the hard. Like, maybe has like a harder, like wild hook. Like, but. Like I said, he beats the brawlers. He loses to the skilled fighters, and Tuivasa is one-dimensional. I, I think the line is wild. I, 
wild line. Just to add on. I add on to that, man. Like Harry Hunsucker, who, and then you fucking knocked out a, a fucking previous re- retired, waiting to have a heart attack, Stefan Struve, or whatever the fuck was wrong with him. And then now you're a minus one thirty seven over a guy who was just on a sick run in the UFC, for being honest. And then he got fucking caught up with Volkov, who's like a top five heavyweight right now. And then you know he gassed out against um, Tabura. You know had a bad fight, whatever. But yeah, agreed. Tabura's like crazy huge, on like type. Tybora, that's like, but Tuivasa doesn't have that skill set. Like, right. it's that's a thing. It's like that's not going to happen. We've seen enough of his fights. Like, you know, maybe Tuivasa could shot, but it's like, I, how's he going to get close enough? He's like what five inches shorter or something like that. Not three. What is he listed at? He's listed at six two. Three huh? inches. Sh- three, oh, in- three inches shorter with a five inch reach disadvantage versus the not like the contender series. Greg Hardy. He's he can keep him at distance. It's like yeah, it's heavyweight. He could always <laughs> catch him. So give me the dog, like I always do. This is mid level heavyweight. Give me that dog. Listen. Give- yep. Both you guys are making great <laughs> points, right? <sighs> I, you know, I have disdain for Greg Hardy. Obviously, he's done some things in the past I don't agree with, but like Tim said, so it's pretty much half the roster. Problem with Greg Hardy is I don't like him just the way he carries himself a little bit. I don't know why, but you guys nailed all the right points, right? Uh, he, he's a super athlete. Like, not many people can do what he does. All pro, I mean, football is fucking impossible, right? He's giant. He cuts down to 265. He's super, I mean, he, all those things you said are correct. The problem I have is I don't like Ty either. Like Ty Tuivasa is a guy who <clears throat> I've seen him interact with people. Like he used to do like a video blog <clears throat> and the way he talks to people and like, you know, treats homeless people. And like, you know, he, he thinks he's the funniest guy in the room when he's not right. Ty went to AKE, cleaned some things up. He did this camp in Australia, which I don't like. However, Greg left American top team, which I don't like. He went on his own. He's like, Still in South Florida, he's kind of bouncing around. He's kind of doing the Rashad Evan things because Din Thomas is is Greg's guy. Din left America Top Team. Greg followed him. He's now kind of getting mentored by Rashad Evans. I, you know, I don't know where the bodies are coming from. I don't look at this fight of what happened on Tybor. Tybor does that to everybody. Tybor is a fucking giant dude who can lay on you and zap you out. That's a, he. His top pressure is some of the best at the heavyweight. Like he's just that good Six at it. Fights in a row. Yeah, he's just that good at it. Greg had some success in the beginning. You know, he, he clipped Tybor. My biggest issue with Greg, besides the personal stuff, is I think his power is a little overrated. I don't think. He's this killer knockout thing that everyone wants him to be because he's this big, strong, huge guy, and he has that in him, but I just don't know if he's throwing the punches right. He has looked great. The Volkov loss is my most impressive performance by Greg Hardy because Volkov is a legit dude, Mm -hmm. and Greg got picked apart and didn't quit. Um, But, I mean, listen, I'm going to go tie to a boss. I've never picked Greg Hardy. This is a personal bet. This is a personal. This is. is, is, It's. And I, and here like, and here's part and, of my thing. It's like yeah. And here's I, like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look Tim right in the eye and say, "Want to bet?" <laughs> yeah, run it. And I, but I want the odds. You want the odds? I'll give you. I'll oh, give you two to one. I'll, give I'll, you. I'll bet you without oh, the odds. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Greg Greg wins. You get forty. Yeah. I get hey, twenty. How about we reverse? I'll bet you on the other one, and we'll just we'll just do it. Gentlemen's bets. Wait, so the wait, one wait. we talked about earlier. Let me look at my sheet. Are you backing out? You, no, we were doing Duplessis. What were we? No, hold on. You were on the same diet as Duplessis. Oh, no, we're doing yeah. Michelle Pereira versus Nico Price. You don't want to do money on that one? 
No, so let's go straight money on both of them. Straight it's money. Close enough, right? On this one too? Yeah, just. Okay, so yeah. if Greg Hardy wins, I owe you guys 60. 40 for Tim, 20 for. Oh, yeah, because we got to bet three ways. Yeah, um, it's okay. I'll fucking tell. I'm confident, Ty. I think Ty. Wait, did, Timbo, did Timbo have. I don't care how much I have to pay you guys, but. Tim, Tim had Paeta as well. So you want to do that as well? Oh, yeah. I don't want to bet. Yeah. I don't want to bet that. Wait. I don't know how it'll work out. Here, here's what's going to happen. I will bet you, Christian, the Pereira okay, we'll price to, fight. Yeah, okay? okay. That's that's yeah, straight yeah, 20. Okay. This fight, I'll bet you again, straight 20, Timbo's 40, and I get 20. Because this is Timbo's guy. Run it. Run it. And we're, we're running it. Yeah, okay? we're cowboy, baby. Let's go. That's right. Um, but no, uh, the, the one breakdown that's been bothering me is is everyone's talking about Greg Hardy gases, which is obviously it's it's an issue because of how much muscle he carries. And if the fight gets to the ground, he's just a fish out of water, right? If you look at the Volkov fight, he stood three rounds with the guy and didn't fucking get gassed because that's what he's used to. The ground game's a whole different animal. Taiju Avasa isn't taking this to the fucking ground, right? And Taiju Avasa's gas tank is garbage as well. So when people are leaning on that, it's rough. This is a hundred percent a personal bet, like Tim said. I'm not picking Hardy because I just I just can't fundamentally. But however, I do think Tai Tuivasa has some skills that really create problems with Greg Hardy. I just don't think Greg Hardy's power is all there. But he's been proven to be able to take a punch himself. Like the dude can fucking take it as well. He's taking some big shots already. Going to be an interesting fight. I'm actually this is the Greg Hardy fight that I'm most intrigued about because it's a fight that I thought should have been matched up before the Volkov fight. I know Greg Hardy took that Volkov fight very short notice, stepped up and took it, but this is a fight I thought should have happened a little bit ago, uh, and I'm glad it's happening. It's a heavyweight fight that I'm actually curious about, which is kind of rare unless it involves, you know, top, top guys. All right, come in, event. Hey, wait, shout out because I love my wife, I love my mom, love my wife, my sister. I always wanted the Derek Lewis, Greg Hardy matchup. That's a fun one. That's a, <laughs> that's a fun one as well because I want to see I, – I just would love to see what Greg would do. I mean, because, again, no takedowns are happening. Oh, would, and the people what people don't talk about with Derek Lewis is homeboy's got a little bit of a chin issue. Do not like get hit. No, I mean, no. He's, he's, I think, been, he's been knocked I think out. Derek Lewis – well, yeah, because he fights fighters. He's okay. not fighting. You just, He's not you just fighting. made a bet with Greg Hardy, bro. Like, back your what? mans. <laughs> Don't let your emotions get away in your bets. But emotionally, I would love to see the Black Beast. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what the Black Beast does against Gon. I think he's going to lose that fight. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. All right, come Amen, in a minute. Gilbert Burns, plus 125. What did you say? 30-27? Or 50-45. 50-45. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. Gon is just too quick. He's just going to dance around. And, and I tell you what, the one bet for that Lewis fight, I know we're jumping at here, but oh, is like I'm taking Lewis in that one. I, I you can mark it down, right <laughs> mark now. it down. The one bet that I'd be really interested in taking is like Derek Lewis, like round five knockout, round four knockout. It's probably a crazy plus number because that dude just fucking he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna start swinging now. And he's got <laughs> crazy, crazy power. All right, uh, that Gil- dude has made me so much money, Derek Lewis or gone. Yeah, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Yeah. I gone because I picked against him in the last two fights has cost me a lot of money. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I picked against him. But I I like Volkov. I, Volkov just gone yeah, look great. Gone look great, but Volkov just didn't show up. All right, Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson plus one twenty five versus minus one fifty five. I'm gonna lead the dance here, boys. And um, this is a really tough fight for me because I'm actually a fan of Gilbert Burns. I remember many moons ago when Gilbert 
got signed to fight Tyron, I, I tweeted one at Temptations 10 and said, hey, I got Burns. He's like, I got Woodley. Let's go. And Gilbert Burns really showed out in that fight and showed that, you know, he's not the 55 Gilbert Burns anymore. He's the 170 thick neck motherfucker that can crack and has lights out jujitsu. Steven Thompson, this guy striking is, is almost perfect. He's got the unique style. He's his striking. He has honed it so well. It's so awkward and it, and it works for him, right? His hands are down. So you think you can hit him and he does get hit a little bit, but it's always rolling or pulling away. And then his counters and his punches are really sharp. It's not like he has the biggest power in the world, but he's so accurate that he can hurt people. Gilbert Burns coming off a knockout loss or TKO loss to Kamar Usman. Gilbert Burns has been knocked out before. Chin issue, maybe he he gassed in the Gilbert, uh, excuse me, in the Kamara Usman fight. Got very very tired. He jumped on uh, Kamara really early in that first round. Then he got a little excited, a little emotional, and and he and he definitely slowed down a little bit and got and got taken out. So I think it was more of a cardio than a chin thing. Thompson's going to pick him apart. Thompson looked fucking so good against Jeff Neal, who I got a high regard for, even though I'm, I'm physically tougher than him. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I have such high regard for, for Stephen Thompson striking, and, and he looks so dominant in the um, uh, Jeff Neal fight. The only hiccup, the only problem I have, the only reason I'm not going bet the house on Stephen Thompson at minus 155, there's a lot of cappers out there that love Stephen Thompson is he hasn't fought a guy since Woodley that really wants to take him down. I think Gilbert Burns is going to close the distance. He's going to strike, and he's going to want to get this fight to the ground. Gilbert Burns is so fucking good on the ground. Damian Maya had his back and had him mounted, and he got out of that. Not a lot of people can say that, right? Gilbert Burns used to be Vitor, uh, Vitor Belfort's only jiu-jitsu coach. And I know Vitor is not this fucking world-class guy, but he almost armbarred fucking Johnny Jones. Broke Basically broke Johnny Jones' arms. Uh, or his arms, excuse me. So that's what causes me to pause, is Thompson hasn't had a guy that's jumping on his legs since Woodley, and he lost those fights. You know, one was a draw, the one he lost. Um, but I'm going to go Thompson here. I'm going to go safe. I'm going to go chalk. This is a fight that I'm really looking to bet as well. I, have, I don't have any bets in yet. This is a fight that I like Thompson straight up. I like Thompson maybe by finish as well, just because Gilbert Burns does have maybe some chin issues. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like this matchmaking as well. This is this is a good matchmaking. So, uh, Christian, who do you got here, bud? I, got, I went Thompson. Uh-oh. You're on mute, brother. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. You're de- uh, you're delayed big time. Oh, yeah. Wait. How about now? Thanks, Topology. You're good. You're good. You're good. Topology <laughs> fucked you. You and yeah. your PC. You got Wonder Boy? So we... So, fun fact. Uh, if you have Xfinity, you're supposed to go get a new router every year from them. You're just supposed to bring it in. Which I really never heard. Or Comcast, whatever. Yeah. And they just, you just bring yeah. it into the store and they, so I'm like, cause we just upgraded our internet and I'm like, this is the worst it's ever been. So that always I, happens. Uh, um, real quick story. The other night, my wife runs in thinking like I was dying. So we had a really bad rainstorm. The power went out last week for like 14 hours. The next oh, yeah. day, our gutters were, were, were clogged up because all the fucking dead cicadas and a downspout. So I didn't know that, right? So I'm laying in bed going to bed like 10 o'clock at night and I felt like my dog was pissing on the floor. And I go, is that motherfucker? So I get up, right? I'm in my fucking underwear. I pull my flashlight on my phone up. 
water it's still raining water's leaking through the window in the in the uh bedroom because of the right above it the gutters were just you know whatever and our and our internet stuff was right there and we got really good fast oh, internet and i'm like no and i like, like dove like a grenade because the water hadn't touched it yet and i pushed it out of the way because it's like right by the window and I was so dramatic. My wife's like, what the fuck? She's in the kitchen. She hears this 270-pound man just dive on the floor, rattled the fucking house. She comes running in like, wait, everything okay? And I was like, yeah, the fucking window's leaking. The, they're going to get the internet the router wet. She's like, I thought you were dying. I thought someone snuck in the house. No. I went, no. Like, that's how important it was to me. Uh, I have Spectrum. They're great. Shout out Spectrum. Um, they're expensive, but I got like 500 gigs internet. And like, it's 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 fast. But um, yeah, so that's bullshit that you got to switch routers every fucking year or whatever it is. That's, well, that's too know. much work. We didn't know. Molly, right. Molly just went there to return. because right. Chopped up again. It's weak little antenna thing. But yeah, it's been working like shit ever since then. This guy was like, you should bring your router in like once a month. Yeah, this is this is the first time you've ever been choppy. Timbo, your internet's pretty good. Who do you go with in Virginia yeah. there, bub? I got Xfinity as well. Xfinity? Comcast. Comcast, yeah. nice. Yeah. I right. think I a lot it. of it's our, yeah. our change and like we probably do need a different. We have, well, so I try to stay local. We have, we have this company called Cincinnati oh. Bell and they came in and I live in a cul-de-sac and everyone has internet, right? We're all we're pretty close together. This guy comes in, he's like, well... You know, and I was paying for like 50 megs or something, whatever the speed is, which is like my buddy got me a deal and I, I still thought that was too slow. He kneels down and, and my internet just was so slow and he goes, well, see, there's a lot of interference in this area. So I'm getting about 12, 12 megs, which is probably going to be the best. And if you plug into the router, you can probably get about 20. And I was like, I'm paying for 50 though. Right. And he goes, <laughs> Yeah, but this area, it's it's fucking, it's congested. And I'm like, get out. I said, I'm canceling. Get out. <laughs> I swear to dude. I my wife was like, you were so mean to that guy. I was like, I don't care. Get out. And I called Spectrum. was like, hey, you know how I canceled? I was just kidding. Come on back. <laughs> like, fucking, I need fast internet. I mean, we, like, literally, like, the cable is just for the bangles. But, like, like literally everything I do is just relying on internet. Like in like literally I, I dove and saved like it was my fucking daughter drowning. So that's like obviously important. <laughs> so we got off the rails there. We're having fun. I love it. Kristen, did you break down this fight? I know you said wonder boy, but do you have any analysis that you want to give? Yeah. So like, I mean, I'll make it quick. I as quick as I can do what you gotta um, do. Do what you gotta do. Wonder boy doesn't get taken down. And it's like, it's like, He's got that karate stance and it's like Gilbert Burns isn't the greatest at taking people down. So it's like the way I see the fight, that weird karate stance. It's like, what's he going to do? Russian? Like you want to rush Wonder Boy? Right. I mean, like obviously. You end up like, on your back. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like I, like I definitely like, you know, I was worried when uh, Gilbert Burns clipped Usman, but it's like he clipped every, I, I feel like a lot more every time. Like it's like a title fight. It's like somebody gets like, Oh, it's like, you know, everybody's been hit before. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's like shocks you a bit. So I, I mean, I don't, I, I, this, this is another one where it's like borderline. Like I would like where I would straight bet it. Yeah. Not always my style, but yeah, I think top, I just, Thompson's so like, so crisp at striking, so good with his movements, like so good at controlling distance. And it's like, 
yeah, Burns comes in wild. It's like that's the worst thing you could do. Yeah. And I don't see a path to victory for him. At least like with Thompson, like I see a knockout or a decision as a path to victory. And I only see Burns winning right. by a knockout or I don't think he's gonna I just he doesn't get taken down, so he's not gonna sub him. So yeah, I I like Thompson. I like him a lot. I know he's a popular pick and it's like you know, you say when you hear everybody saying the same thing, but it's just like how's he gonna get there? Like right. I, he's he's old, you know, ages on burn size, but give me mm-hmm. give me Wonder Boy give all day. Wonderboy. I'm not sure I'll bet him next time, but Wonder Boy by KO is at it, plus two seventy five. I don't hate that. And I think if Gilbert Burns wins, because the Anthony Pettis Wonder Boy fights in my head. I know that might have been like a one million shot where where Pettis knocked out Wonder Boy, but Gilbert Burns by knockouts plus five fifty, which is which is interesting as well. But Ooh, I think that's the only way he has to win. I think. I mean, what's uh, what's fight ends by knockout? Fight ends by knockout. I don't know. Fanduel has that plus, line. I know. Um, plus two ten. Tell me, I guessed two ten is what you said. Yeah. Um, Price is right, baby. I'm still so I'm still so new. I never get on fucking uh, best uh, fight odds. One, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't get on that. Uh, But I'm on DraftKings, and I'm I'm, so fight fight goes a distance. Yes, no, they're pretty even. Uh, Fight in the first sixty seconds around one. That's interesting. Yes, plus four hundred. I can't fight. I don't want to take up too much time about it. Oh, so Sean O'Malley for 60 seconds. That was one that I had all kinds of bets right now. Sean O'Malley to win the first 60 seconds is plus 500. That's not bad. I mean, I don't don't love it because I do think he's a little bit of a slow starter, but yeah, hey. It reminds me of that Kevin Holland. It reminds me of Kevin Holland, Charlie Ontiveros. Yeah. Like where you're just going to see. Yeah. And who knows? It, It could go the distance and like I can look like a fool, but. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to toss 20 bucks on it to win a hunt. Char, uh, Sean O'Malley, the one thing I meant, I meant to mention is he, his coach is a jiu-jitsu coach. His head coach, his, his, his hype man, his gas man, is a jiu-jitsu coach, and he really prides himself on having good jiu-jitsu. I can see him really hunting for a submission here. Like, that just, just popped in my head. Like, he's got decent chokes. He grappled when uh, at that, um, I forget what it was called, UFC put on this grappling thing. He beat Takagori Gomi. He grappled with, like, Jake Shields. Like, he, yeah. Like, yeah. like, he's got a little bit in there, but I, he's going to go for the knockout. He knows what he wants. It's a McGregor card. He wants he wants that shine. Uh, Timbo, let's talk about this fight, though. Steven Thompson, Gilbert well, Burns. He, if he's got good subs, yeah. The, he, I don't know if he know, does. I know I, he wants the, to have good subs. Casuals don't like subs, but he's going for a knockout. His opponent's been knocked out before he's going for it. Timbo, Wonderboy, or or Dean, or what is his name? What's his nickname? El Nino. El Nino, awesome I, nickname. Not an awesome fighter. Let's be honest. No, um, wait, Durino. 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 El Nino is fucking. Uh, Gilbert Melendez, excuse yeah. me. Shout out to Gil. Gil, but um, yeah, it's it's Thompson all day, man. Like, let's be honest. Like, Burns was just like a product of the situation of COVID. Like, he had no business fighting for the title. He fought like prior to beating Tyron Woodley. I think like his best fucking win he had um, Gunnar Nelson, and then he and yeah, I think Gunnar Nelson was like his best win. Yeah. And then uh, I just remember him getting starched by Dan Hooker, which was at one fifty five, but still, yeah. Um. Yeah, and then okay, yeah, you beat a wash Tyron Woodley, who hasn't. Um, and then you got starched by fucking Kamaru Usman. Um, yeah, I love Thompson here. I think he's much more skilled. 
Um, he's got a takedown fucking defense of 78%. Gilbert's only got a 35% takedown accuracy, right? Like, and that's the, that's the, you're not going to strike with wonder boy. So you're going to, I think, I think he's going to get, I think he's going to get frustrated in, in the first round and he's going to try and go for a takedown. He's going to get, end up getting fucking front kicked in the face and knocked out. That's <laughs> front kicked in the yeah. face. Yeah. If you're a Burns yeah. better, you take like the, I think round one, just yeah. you saw the way he came out against Usman. I think that's a good yeah. strategy, like, uh, a viable strategy. Not the one I'm going to take, but I think if you're somebody that's on the burn side, you yeah. Know. And yeah. Gilbert, a lot of things, a lot of people too, Gilbert look, I don't know if he has a really a gas problem, but like we said about Greg Hardy is Greg Hardy can go three rounds standing up. Cause that's what he's used to. That's his muscle memory. Gilbert burns more of a grappler. If he really tries to wrestle, which again is something that I didn't really bring up. I said, I was worried about Thompson getting taken out, but you guys are right. Gilbert Burns isn't like a world-class fucking wrestler that should go out there and, and, and really do it. Uh, he could, I mean, it's not impossible, but Gil Burns also, if he works longer for takedowns, it's going to tire him out that more. Steven Thompson's never been tired ever. The dude's, the dude's born in five rounds. Um, so this is the way you guys broke it down, like all your inputs and everything. Like I was already on Thompson. It's giving me even more confidence on Thompson as well. Cause you know, I got, I got three days really, you know, Saturday before I can place my bets, but this is something I'm gonna listen back to and realize like when I go down there and I want to go, Hmm, who's going to be my multi-unit play here? Who do I want to put a lot of cash on? I got to remember back at this one right here, this moment right here. All right, enough of the bullshit. Bring the slime slime ball back for this. All right, it might might come back. It might come back. All right. I think you already got one with a four. Yeah, it was five. I forgot O'Malley and my my other one's McGregor, obviously. So I got McGregor at minus 106, though. It wasn't wasn't plus. He's now plus 108. I think he has gone up. I think money's going to be, I mean, such, I mean, any McGregor fight, money's going to be coming and going and lines are moving when the Irish come in town right now. Currently he's at plus plus one ten, So he's gone up since I got these lines. So McGregor main event trilogy, Conor McGregor plus one Oh eight versus Dustin Poirier minus one thirty. Currently that is an old line. Dustin Poirier is still minus one thirty on DraftKings. Conor McGregor is a plus one ten. Timbo, you're the champ. I'm going to let you break this down first. I'm nervous even talking about it because Connor's my guy. Floor is yours. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's uh like most anticipated fight. Like other than, you know, I think Nate and him would do bigger numbers than this yeah. one will. Um yeah. and you know, I'd be curious to see the, the outcome of that. But that that's for tomorrow. This is today. And Connor being a dog, man, it's just crazy to see. Like fighting at lightweight, Connor being a dog. What's um, Connor's record at lightweight? Could you? It's just horrible. Give that one and, one in, in the, like in the UFC, two? it's one and three. Okay. One and three. That's okay. No, okay. excuse just me. Checking. It's it's one. It's one and two. Khabib okay. and, and Poirier. His only win was against Alvarez. That's one because I, I I thought the Nate Diaz was at fifty five. That was at seventy. It's mm-hmm. one and two. Yeah, you're right, Timbo. Yeah. So it's um, you know, it's. I, I mean, I'm rocking with Connor. It's uh, the dog money there. You know, you, you look. You know, I, I look at the the uh, the changes he made from the first DS fight to the second DS fight. You know, if you, if you give him that opportunity to to make the change, you know, I think it's fair to say that he's going to make it. Um, and it's 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 not a very hard game plan, dude. Just don't get fucking leg kicked, or just do something different. If he doesn't get, if he wasn't getting leg kicked, bro, he he was on his way to knocking Poirier out. He was hitting him with some solid shots. He mm-hmm. won the first round, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was he was cracking him, 
and you know you lose your legs you're gonna lose the fight you can't walk you can't fucking stalk somebody down with uh without your legs so i think he just makes the adjustment he he either checks the kicks or, or throws his own kicks or obviously does something different he's got a he's, he's with uh who's his striking coach kavanaugh um so he's, he's still with kavanaugh right yeah okay um you know they'll make the right adjustments and I think, you know, Connor's going to get it done, obviously, inside the distance if he does get it done. Because if it goes five rounds, obviously, the, the second Nate Diaz went, fight went five rounds, too. I don't think he won that. But um, I think I think he gets it done. Dustin's had chin issues in the, in the past. Um, and granted, th- those those were a long time ago. But, I mean, he, Dustin Dustin gets hit. Go back and watch the Dustin uh, the uh, Hooker fight. You know, he, he, he puts himself out there, and if you put yourself out there against McGregor and he hit, he hit you in the sweet spot, you're going night-night like you did in the first fight. So give me give me Connor. Sh- shocked by that, by the way. Christian, uh, who we got, <laughs> bub? Man, I I blew this. I, I lost a lot of money on Connor the first time around. And, like, I was just like, he's so skilled. He's so elite. He I mean, yeah. he, you know. Poirier is decent. And mm. then when I watched that fight, I was like, man, this dude has spent four years on a yacht, like drinking, carousing. And like, I felt like it really showed same camp, same yachts, same everything. Like Connor, he's washed. You can see it in the bags under his eyes and the same ones I used to have in my late twenties. Yeah. When I was out drinking and carousing that dude, like he has the power like that hasn't slipped in. But like they say, it's like power is the last thing to go with speed. The first thing to go power is the last, like Connor still has it. He still has his athleticism, but Dustin Poirier has got four more years of like fighting the elite. I also used to be a giant Connor fan, but I'm a, maybe the biggest Gaethje fan. I know the biggest Gaethje fan okay. of us three. That's fair. He's literally stealing. Like from a guy that is more deserving than him, like stealing this position. He's like, he, I mean, he might as well be Dennis Rodman because I mean, his box out is <laughs> what a reverence on an Love elite it. level. Like this dude is keeping my guy out. So yeah, I, I think Connor is not very good. I think Dustin Poirier is going to sub McGregor in this fight. I love that you think that. That's so crazy. I, I sent that to the group text and yep. been quiet about it since, but it's something I'm going to be betting. And I yes. I can see it because it's like, you know, it, if it goes late, like I could definitely just, you know, a simple like rear naked choke. It's not going to be like, you know, any sort of fancy submission, but it's just fancy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, mean, I don't, man. I yeah, I never train grappling. I look at it and I just look at the fighters. Dustin like, Poirier know. hasn't had a submission since 2012, so he he's due. He's due. Oh shit! He hasn't had a submission since 2012. Jonathan. Well, yeah, the, the lock on Khabib, and that obviously. Didn't yeah, he had a good. He he, he, he made a joke because he jumps the ghillie, and he's never submitted anybody by the ghillie. But apparently, he's got a good one. He had a fucking tie on Khabib, but Khabib's just a different. I mean, Khabib probably got that choked out. Prayed to Allah and fucking woke up. That dude's fucking different. That so, shit'll work on Connor though. Like you take it's like you know, Connor's not I don't think Connor's super bad, like if he's on top, but it's like I don't think Dustin's worried about being on bottom. And it's like even if they get into grappling, like it's just the wear and tear on Connor. It's like his like I can't all I can look at 
shout out Yanni the Greek. All I can use <laughs> is the data that Connor does not go like long and like he just is not proven to win right in long time. Zombie proved us long. He proved us wrong a couple weeks ago, but you know, that's there's always one offs. There's always outliers. So He's done. Yeah. No changes. No, nothing. Connor is Connor. We saw this fight six months ago and like, tell me what's different. Like Connor rode a few more miles on his bike. Give me a fucking break. He probably rode less miles. <laughs> Poirier book it. Oh, so bear with me. Cause I got a lot of thoughts in this fight. I got a lot of thoughts. You guys thought I was kidding. I literally DM Connor my thoughts in this fight. So everyone's big takeaway. Take away the leg kicks. The leg kicks are the problem. Obviously, the leg kicks were, were a big deal last time. Connor hasn't really fought. I mean, he fought Cerrone, but hasn't really fought since calf kicks became a thing, right? They're they're fairly new. And he obviously was like, what the fuck is this? This hurts. And then he tried to check it like traditionally. You pick your leg up to check it. It still gets your muscle. Um, really, the only way I've seen to avoid the, to check a calf kick is just to avoid it. Connor in that fight with Poirier was so teed up and so convinced that he was going to win in the first round that he just charged for it. And Poirier did a great job of slipping, ripping, and then throwing those legs. Because Connor won the first round for sure, but you could tell at the end of the round the momentum have swung because Connor started reaching with his punches. And Dustin Poirier, one of the best counter strikers in the UFC at 155 and started countering with his check hook and those leg kicks. The check right hook was money. That's essentially what set up the knockout finish was Connor jumped in with his with his leaping little right-hand uppercut that he does and just got check hooked, wobbled, and then Poirier finished him against the fence. Um, so with that being said, Connor needs to come out and everyone wants him to do the karate stance, the old Connor. I, I just want to see him mix it up more. He used to be very dynamic with the striking. His kicks were great. He had one foot in boxing Manny Pacquiao and one foot in the UFC. He thought he was going to get through Poirier, maybe fight for the title, and then box Manny and make millions and millions of dollars. He said in interviews before the Cerrone fight that the Manny Pacquiao was going to happen. Boxing striking is so different than you have than MMA because of the kicks. And Connor used to have great kicks. Like he opened up the first fight with Poirier with a fucking spinning wheel kick, like or or, or a hook kick. Excuse me. Like the dude has the skills, but regardless of checking the kicks and getting rid of the kicks, because I don't know if there's someone out there has really been able to check calf kicks yet. You have to dig down deep like Santiago Ponsonibio against Miguel Baeza, who's a really good kicker. Ponsonibio got his fucking leg chewed up. And Paul Felder says, it's just in your mind. You got to move past it. Fucking move past it. As long as you don't get that nerve where your foot deadens, move past it. Just take it, right? Ponsonibio did not switch stances, and he kept marching forward. Connor has got $100 million in the bank. Can he fucking march forward with all that pain? I don't know. But the biggest, biggest stage is Connor is an elite striker. He's not an elite of like Israel Adesanya, but Adesanya switches stances so well that you're never going to see Adesanya get his leg kicked up ever because he switches so well. Connor is at that level where he can switch, but he never does. He wants that left hand back because he wants a left hand power shot. So in my breakdown is what I literally DM Connor McGregor is switch it up a little bit. You can go southpaw. Switch it up so he doesn't know what leg to kick. Can you read the exact DM? I let me see. Yes. I think I might have deleted I don't want to hear a pause. You know what's funny is I think I might have deleted it because I was so embarrassed. Oh, God. My, <laughs> hold on. My, 
My phone's giving me feedback. Yeah, I deleted it because I was too embarrassed. Did you delete or unsend? I, I deleted it because I couldn't read it anymore. I was too embarrassed by it. Let me see if I sent it <laughs> on my personal account. No, so yeah. I, 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 it was, it was a DM that I, I just, uh, I just. Twitter delete them for me. And I, and it was funny too, cause <laughs> I got all these DMs of like me DM and fighter. Oh no, I deleted those too. I had a bunch of DMs of me delete uh, DM and fighters, but they never responded. So I was embarrassed by that. Anyway, back to this. I'm sorry. I don't have the DM. I'll, I'll find it on uh, somewhere. So Connor, I think needs to switch oh, wait, stances. I- Go ahead. When you're done, can I? Can, no, when you're done, can I make? I actually. Yeah, have, uh, yeah. Bring up whatever you want. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of wrap this up here a little bit. All right. I just think he needs to switch stances. Is yeah, yeah. what I think. I think he needs to be a little more patient. In the Nate fight, he rushed. In the first fight, he rushed the knockout. Realized Nate's built different. The second fight, if you watched those early rounds before Connor slowed down, he was very methodical. He landed some really good shots on Nate, dropped Nate, and didn't rush in and really kind of pace himself. That's when he needs to do a Poirier. However. He needs to be a little more urgent because I think Connor, no matter how many bikes he rides, no how many fucking fast McGregor fast programs he starts, no one he's not built for five rounds, right? He's just not. Poirier is. Poirier thrives in the pocket. He thrives in the countering game. He thrives in the wars because he's been in it. Why Connor's been selling whiskey. Poirier's been in there with fucking uh, Khabib or whatever, Gaethje, fucking Dan Hooker, which was an amazing fight. Like, he's been in there with these guys. So, obviously, I'm picking Conor McGregor. He's the final leg of my parlay. I got him at minus 106. He's plus 108 right now. I'm, I'm going to rebet him as well. I think Conor needs to keep it simple. I think he needs to do forward pressure. And I think he needs to be smart. And if you rewatch the first fight, which I did a bunch of times, Dustin Poirier is a great counterpuncher. But you know who's a better counterpuncher? Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier likes people coming in. He kind of does a Philly shell. He likes to move his head a lot. You look at the Gaethje fight. He moved his head great. Gaethje was throwing big shots, and he was he was duck, ducking them all. He wants you to come into his, his zone. He likes his back against the cage. He likes throwing shots. His confidence in his chin has, has gone through the roof. Since Michael Johnson slept him, he's been wobbled in there, but that's like a mental thing. He's been He's persevering. So I think Connor needs to be a little more urgent, but not as urgent. Watch the leg kicks, obviously. Maybe throw some leg kicks of your own. Switch your stances up. Confuse Gaethje because Gaethje only does southpaw. That's where southpaw versus southpaw. That's where the kick was open. Go righty. Go traditional. Go southpaw. Mix it up. Throw kicks to the body, to the head, to the legs, whatever. Really mix it up and wait for Gaethje or excuse me, wait for Poirier to come to you and then counter because Connor's timing and his head movements great. I mean, the knockout over Jose Aldo was just lightning quick counter shot. It was incredible. And if you watch the first fight, Connor was counting Gaethje so well. I know that was a million years ago. And in the last fight, Connor just rushed in and was like, oh, I'm not cowboy out in 40 seconds. I'm going to go knock this guy out in 40 seconds too. Fuck it. Right. And Poirier's like, wait a second. No, no, no. I'm a different dude. And then when you saw in the first round, when Poirier landed that first real counter, he went, oh, oh, well, I got gotcha. you. So I'm excited as fuck. I think this is this is the fight to make. I think winner fights for the title. Dana said it. If Connor loses, it's going to hurt his brand a little bit for sure. He needs to win fights. He, boxing's dead if he loses. I mean, maybe he could box a Paul brother, but he's just too undersized. But he always has that Nate Diaz trilogy in his back pocket, right? He always has that fight in his back pocket. Everyone's going to want to see that no matter what, you know, Nate and Connor can both lose their next five in a row. People are going to pay to see that fight. So Connor shut media out this week. He's not on the embeddeds. 
He's not interviewing with people. He shut everyone out, right? And uh, either that's a good thing, like I'm focused, or it's like I'm nervous as fuck. We'll see. I'm interested to see what kind of Connor comes to the uh, press conference tomorrow. Press conferences tomorrow yeah, it's night. Gonna be good. It's going to be good. He already did like a weird voice message thing, calling Dustin Peahead again. I want to see Connor go after him. He, he tweeted out like uh, Dustin Poirier's wife tried to DM him or something. And I, some people said it was fake or whatever. I don't know. So, Christian, what do you got, bud? So, I got Connor, by the way. You know, Christian, what do you had? You had a final thought? Of course, you have Connor. You're ride or die for life. But um, I just wanted to point out the immediate rematch stats in the UFC. And I did hear this for another podcast at the, or the New nope. Sweet Science, nope. which is good. No, no, no. Shout out. No, I'm going to believe that. Where's my bleep button? Believe it. <laughs> I love that one. It's that was always my favorite until I got on this one. Then. There you go. There you go. But go ahead. What, uh, what are the stats here? Well, you're my, so the immediate rematch stats were this was in title fights, but this is essentially any Connor fight is a title fight. So sure. I was like willing to just yeah, like yeah. kind of make the difference. Like, so in immediate rematches, the person that had lost the pre uh, the person that won the previous fight had won 10 of the last 12. Like yeah. it goes back a ways. It's and crazy. This was like, this was a podcast from like a year ago, but mm-hmm. I just kind of dug it up. And it's just like, if like, you know, whether you're numbers driven, whether it's like emotional or whatever, but pretty much an immediate title rematches and a McGregor fight in this era that we're in is a title fight. It's, sure. There's a reason Poirier is fighting McGregor and not Oliveira. Yeah. He passed, he passed on the title. Is, this is the title fight. It's the money fight. Yeah. This is for all the marbles, right. and that's what they fight for is all the marbles, not for belt. They, you know, they're fighting yeah. for marbles, not belts. Marbles. So I just, yeah, <laughs> I just want to point out that, like, in these sort of situations, and I want to point out, one, I'm countering on that. No one that fought those, those, the 10 out of 12 that you just said, no one has ever been Con McGregor with $600 million in the bank living on yachts. Yeah. All those guys. You know what? All those guys. You know so, why he doesn't have time for media obligations? Yeah, because he's got six hundred right. million dollar so contracts yeah. and all the shit that goes so along with that. So my point being is, I <laughs> you think you ever closed on a house. <laughs> my point being that the second fight he was too distracted with everything, and this fight he's lasered in. So the second fight isn't you can't compare it to like say DC Stipe two, and then Stipe went on to win the third one. Because that's all they live for. I know Steve is a fireman, but like Connor's got some obelisks. Was that immediate? Immediate, yeah, immediate. Only immediate. Okay, yeah, only immediate. Only immediate. Yeah, it was. It was Stepe. Or no, yeah. Well, so Stepe knocked or Stepe got knocked out. Then DC fought Derek Lewis, and then he fought Stepe again. Yeah, so only immediate. And then the immediate third fight was was Stepe, and Stepe won two and three. Yeah. So, yeah, all right, so boys. Net, so. Yeah, let's I, let's get to the locks. Don't say that, Christian. I'm going to beep you. Let's get to the locks. Timbo, you know the drill. You get to pick first whatever one you want, either underdog, send them home, your best bet, mortal lock, underdog lock, whatever you want to pick, you get to pick. You get the pick of the litter. So what do you want to go with first here, bud? Send them home, sugar. Ah! 
Uh, I had it written down, and you know what's so funny is I was it, when it was going to be my turn. That was the first one I was going to do. I thought you were going to oh. go more to lock or something. Christian, well, uh, then, yeah, all he had to do was lock it in. Lock it in. Gonna, now, he, now I can't touch him. Yeah, I can't touch him. He's smart. Well, exactly. So yeah. he know, he's double playing it. I, he's a smart guy. Christian, tell me you're sending him home, <laughs> bub. Um, I send him home. I guess I have a lot more decisions on this one. Um, give me Poirier. Poirier sent him home. What a fucking yep. bloodbath of a pick that is. All right. <laughs> my, <laughs> my send him home is going to be oops, wrong marker. It's going to be Stephen Thompson. I ha- I was very confident. Sugar, again, people are listening. First time listening. If, if you don't know the setup, we play a game. He can't pick what I pick, all that stuff. But I wanted to let it be known on the record that I do think Tim sent him home is a killer sent him home. Going to be in the money. If you're going to play Sugar, you should go send him home. That's a great yeah. play. And if you're listening, Christian sent him home with Poirier is complete dog shit. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got our send him homes. Christian, I'll let you go, bud. Uh, do you want dog lock of the night? Or do you want mortar lock of the night? What do you want to pick? Uh, mortal, please. Give me your mortal, I'll bub. T- I'll take uh, my guy Zogaz Zumagulov. <laughs> no one else there is going to take go. him. You can have him, bub. That's fine. But That's I tell you what, I don't, you, like Weber, you know Jamie Malarkey. You're right. Uh, Listen, when I get a little cocky and I start dancing on you, you fucking style on me. Um, and mortal lock, and I can't even pronounce it. You're, you're so elegant with it. Timbo. Yeah, but your, your style. And hey, don't worry if you lose anything this week uh, because those uh, royalty checks for that are going to be coming in. Well, I'm going to win our personal bet. So, so that's at least going to pay for dinner Sunday night, which is going to be good. All right. Um, Timbo, mortal lock here, Bob. Who do you like? Oh, shit. Brian contorted this, so he gets his way at the end. What? What? Do you want me to go more lock? I'll do it. Oh, no. You no, no, no. no. I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. Let me. Uh, I've picked last twice in a row. What do you mean I get my way, man? Come on, dude. Oh, uh, that. Bro, you're that dog lock. Oh, you're dog. Oh, uh, I get my dog lock. Yo, yeah. You guys know who I'm going with. That, that, that ain't, that ain't yeah, nothing new. That. Yeah. That ain't nothing new. I got a backup, though, um, if you want to steal it. For my lock of the night, give me your best bet. He's the best. I love it. <laughs> your best bet here, bub. Ah, uh, shit. Give me uh It's down to either Brad Tavares or Stephen Thompson. Give me Wonder Boy. I have him as my send them home, bud. Can't touch him. Oh, you got Wonder Boy? Oh, yeah. Send him on Wonder Boy, bub. Give me Tavares. Tavares, okay. Yeah, because I, I probably buried that a little bit. I was just wanting to address to the audience that I do think Sugar, you know, I know we do a little competition here. The, the main goal is for everyone to win money, and I think your send him home is the best, obviously. So you're going to go Brad Tavares, Mortal Lock. Wait, why didn't you just take Sean O'Malley as your Mortal Lock and your send him home? He could. Tim could double up on that. Yeah. But he could spread the points out too. It's too late. It's too late. It's but too late now. but if that's what I thought your strategy was. So like, but I'm if Tim, if somehow Sugar loses, Tim's gonna get like negative five points because he's so high. So, 
So I mean, he's I'm, not going to lose. I, but yeah. So if I could go back knowing he did that, I would take just for the game. Again, like we could focus on betting. I love, I love that you're so, listen, Christian, Christian plays all cool. Christian wants to strip. I know. He plays it cool. Like, yeah, this is, I'm I'm just here to gamble and have some fun. This dude's playing the game. He wants that fucking belt. He loves it. He yeah, wants who out there wants to challenge. Come on and get some. <laughs> he wants this little icon right next to him, bub. I love it. All right, my mortal lock. Oh, it's it's down to two guys. My mortal lock is going to be Michelle Plata. Mortal lock Plata, and then obviously underdog oh, locks. I kick it off. One underdog locks going to be Conor McGregor. That's no surprise. Timbo underdog lock. I got to ride with him. Give me the. Uh... NFL All Pro that's still in his athletic prime, Greg Hardy, <laughs> against favorite, the fucking guy with huge tits. My favorite and thing a really weird tattoo. is every time you talk about Greg Hardy, you gotta mention oh the All Pro that's still in his fucking prime. Yeah, that guy. I love it. All right, Christian Underdog Lock, he riding with Ben. Oh, you gave me a perfect opportunity for a dog. I picked, and maybe like I, you know, I like bigger dogs I, I could pick a small one but give me nico price I knew my going, dog I knew going for, that. A, for a more for your underdog so we have a 20 dollars bet and we're we're locking off underdog mortal man christian i i mean literally i'm just gonna have to have the wife film me just fucking dancing every time i win just fucking <laughs> bah, 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 bah. all right boys listen always fun i was so excited to do this uh, it feels like it's been a while because I know we only do pay-per-views, but awesome stuff. I mean, we went two hours. This is the longest we've ever been. I, I mean, it's 11 o'clock at night. I got to be up at five, and then I got to fucking bullshit a doctor's appointment. So, boys, always the best. Follow my guys. Temptations 10s right there. That play BZ. We got the picks. We got the money. At the Bet the best three as well. Let's go. Two more sleeps. Right. Johnny Anik. See you, boys. Later. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? He's real good. The name is Dollar.